64. I, I, like to, I liked when they have voices that were not made to sustain full sentences. I just saw Dude, some... Your vacation is happening right now! <laughs> it's like, you're not supposed to say Mario! Some <laughs> joint in my get hot that, tub. Mario. Sounds like Son, Jerry Lewis. <laughs> Peach isn't really your mama. I know, Daddy. I know, Dad. <laughs> but someday, when I'm older, that a weird I'm going to get yeah. that Mario. And then Flood almost dies at the end, and yeah. then they, don't, they go back on that. Mm, Mario, says, I'm dying. Mario, do not come to the castle. I don't have anything special. <laughs> what? <laughs> the cake is really awful. I completely fucked it up. Yeah. Do not come to the castle. Toadsworth has a good voice in that one, I think, in the beginning. Oh, in, in Sunshine? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was sure. thinking about going to Delfino. He's like, yeah, he's I like think a very he does like so. goo. Master Mario. Well, yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. That's Mario. exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah, well. yeah, it's real the, haram. The toads Mario. are like, Mario. what's this? Mario, Mario fill me with juice, Mario. You don't need Yoshi. <laughs> I can do it I the do same thing. I do love that, that un- unskippable 15-minute opening. <laughs> It's so That's funny. Like you're, you're watching a speedrunner. Why did you say that? They're just like taking drinks. They make their lunch. It's a great. It's a great speedrun game. But every run you have it's to spend. So fucking long. It's yeah. crazy long. What if we release the modern version of that where you still fucking? Yeah, it should. It's actually been, uh, fucking long. I've been following. I follow uh, Average Trey who oh, does videos are really good. Speedrun stuff, but. Uh, in all of his recent, he's d- doing like uh, Mario Sunshine Oddities kind of mm-hmm. stuff right now, speedrun adjacent. Mm-hmm. But whenever he does his videos, he green screens himself into Mario's cell <laughs> from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> so he's sitting there with the like still image of Mario, like you in do the jail need cell. to put yourself in that place to feel the remorse, the the low point that you're supposed to start the game at. You should imagine that it's you in jail. <laughs> Little vocal warm-up thing. If you guys had to give a voice to a character that traditionally does not speak out loud, all I can think want? of is Flood's voice now. <laughs> Mario, it's the only one I can do. Would you do. give Flood's voice to someone else? So, would you make the poltergeist talk or something? That's what the dig dug sounds like. Mario, mm, like. Mario. <laughs> he still says Mario. Mario. Tell me I got a dig. I got a dig and dug. This problem. He goes. Wah, 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 wah. Mario. <laughs> what does Pac-Man sound like, Alex? I feel like he would have the like. Uh, they definitely voiced him in cartoons and stuff, but I feel yeah. like he'd be like, "I'm gonna eat those ghosts." He'd have a Sonic adjacent voice. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. I think of him as an old guy. I feel like Pac-Man smokes. Yeah, Pac-Man smokes for <laughs> sure. He'd be, he'd be raspy. Pac-Man smokes cigarettes. He's like, ah, go, don't. He's from New York. Yeah. He's so tired of munching on these. Because when you go ghosts. all the way down one street on New York, you come back on the other side. Yeah. The good dots are on 30th Street. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what you would sound there like. There it is. That was good. There's something in the water that makes the ghost so good here. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest maze in the world. <laughs> you know, there weren't that many ghosts. There used to only be four. And then after <laughs> September. <laughs> oh, no. You will not survive.
I never met a monster I didn't like. Sixers Hello dreams. everyone and welcome back to another Please Don't Listen to This Your Soul Depends On It Hello Scream Monster Terror Sewed Up Fright Six <sighs> or Treat Ping Bong Ping Bong <laughs> Who's there? Ping it's bong. us, a podcast again Welcome, you. welcome us to your home This One and all hey, Knock knock Who dare? Pod Pod who? Pod you <laughs> oh! The Terrible. podcast Absolutely was coming from inside the terrifying. house <laughs> This week we watched the 1990s film Candyman and We won't I say it four more times Promise not to say it. That's the only time we will be calling it the Scottish play for the rest of the film <laughs> <laughs> That's funny uh, <laughs> I appreciate the acknowledgement um, I have with me some very important words written in various bodily fluids uh, yeah. to intro my co-hosts I have yes yeah, is definitely the most writing in shit we've covered on the <laughs> yeah. show I, think. I have the writing on the wall Cam oh that's it oh okay yes I, my name is written on a wall I haunt the bathroom stalls mostly yeah so it's in shit or is it in blood sure yeah, yeah I think fist. that was shit at that first, was I shit. thought it was written in bees, but I think uh, <laughs> that would be interesting. Yeah, no, the yeah, the shit was out of the toilet where it should have been. The, the bees, the bees should should just like the, the fucking like drone shot shit where they write stuff. You know, like yeah. the drone shows where they write where stuff they, in the air. Where they, yeah. they, they don't do that. <laughs> the bee, if the bees did the Pepsi logo, this movie would be way better. <laughs> There's that a couple stars. For you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We that... have the whisper in the classroom. Uh, what is a pod for if not for casting? <laughs> I've been sitting on that one all day. Wow, that's great. So many nonsensical, really well-spoken lines in this. Candyman's diction is Be no... Be my victim. Yeah, unsure what he wanted. <laughs> Unclear. Unclear. We have the buzz in the alley, Seb. Says real words. Oh, okay. Um, um, which host are you? Neon light um, on. Which host am I? Yeah. Yeah. Because um, I'm Nick. Oh fuck. <laughs> no, I'm and so I'm high. your host. The bees in the toilet, Nick. Uh. <laughs> so he has that big monologue. Uh, Candyman has that big monologue at the beginning of the film before you've been properly introduced to him, where he says, "I'm the wi- I'm the whisper in the classroom. I'm the writing on the wall." And uh, when he says, "I'm the buzz in the alley," I'm like, "That's not a thing. <laughs> That's not a real thing." The the if there is a bee in an alley, if there is a buzz is... in an alley, then it is him. Yeah, what's the buzz. What, <laughs> yeah. What's the word on the street? Yeah, that's the four hundred and one. Word on the street is there's a guy with a hook, but he mostly kills you with bees. No way. Or does he? Other way around. He, he He's a really guy does... made of bees, but he mostly kills you with a hook. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't really use the bees that much. No. The bees are an aesthetic element, which... Uh, That's how when you know I, he's around. When I read all the work they did for and with those bees, I am like, you did not need to fucking do this. Like, you have to you get should, a fucking bee should, guy. You should have cut some the of this guy. out. Yeah. What was the actor's name? Toby Tyler? Toby... Tony Todd. Tony Todd. Tony Tyler. Tony Todd. If Cam wasn't already invested in this episode, here's how I was going to bring him in. Tony Todd, voice of Venom in the upcoming Marvel's oh. Spider-Man 2 for oh. the PS5. Oh, wow. For real? Yeah. No, I, That's crazy. Yeah, they got Tony Todd. That's cool. And, I felt um, so bad for that guy having to have bees in his mouth. Yeah, that clearly sucked because it's only on screen for half a second. Yeah. They made a whole Before he vomited them all out. Oh. And then... Yeah, yeah, put the wow. bees inside the fake mouth. But of course, 
bees being bees can crawl around the fake mouth and get what? to the other side. I did hear. I don't know if you can, if anyone can confirm this, mm-hmm. but I heard he like made a deal where if he every time he got stung, he got paid a thousand dollars. I don't know about a thousand dollars, but I do know that he got a bonus every time. Yeah, because oh. like it's such a great deal because they're like, "You'll be fine, you'll be fine, you won't get stung." He's like, "Okay, if I'm not gonna get stung, yeah, then yeah, just give me a thousand dollars every time I do get stung, and this... because I'm not gonna get stung, no problem for you." Yeah, a lot of this comes from uh, there is a like little documentary thing that was made for one of the DVDs back when those still had special features called "Sweets mm-hmm. to the Sweet," where they taught interview a lot of the cast and production people about the making of this film. Wow, it's really really interesting. There are tons of clips of it online, although the whole thing is not anywhere that I could find. Hmm. But uh, there's like just tons of clips from this little documentary thing, which is 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 really great. But um, Cam had the wonderful idea to make to do a kind Let's of. Let's not a, say wonderful yet. We'll see how this goes. Well, we <laughs> the idea is good. We'll see about the execution. We're doing a creative slash now here. Yeah. Uh, because the idea is that mostly a slasher villain has things that they need. And first, I would like to say that you don't really see much much of these guys anymore. They've fallen out of fashion. As we discussed in the first October episode of this year, uh, horror isn't really about like like a character or an icon anymore. Mm, it's, it's about, about a trauma. broad concept. Yes, broad trauma. Uh, trauma. <laughs> blood anxiety. force anxiety. Blood uh, force trauma. No, those are the old ones. <laughs> these ones are but about like yeah. Mental you don't trauma. sell it with like a, a character that can be on a T-shirt. You sell it with something that is high concept so that it can appear in a one paragraph blurb on a streaming or the website. general sense of unease that we all feel every all day times, yeah. <laughs> like one, one, one can say the things that scare us might be different a guy standing yeah. in the hallway is not causing movie that for and you us. just assume it's like that yeah mm. so uh because of that uh we're a little bit removed from the era of the icons but they had a theme and that theme was ape John Carpenter's Halloween. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, okay. I thought you meant like a gorilla. No. <laughs> if you go way back, uh, there are a couple of those. We're not trying yeah, to sell DC. I am really, really interested. <laughs> Stood up in my chair. Everything starts from ape, really, if you think about it. <laughs> What's the list of attributes that you had, Cam? It's like- well, yeah, so I was going to say, like, you got Jason, whose thing is that he was a kid who drowned because the counselors weren't paying attention to him they were too, too busy, busy having, having sex. sex yeah so and he has up? a machete and he has he's not um he's and not? he has a Why hockey he so mask tall? he just is <laughs> this is kind of what i'm getting <laughs> yeah. at is those things don't matter like he doesn't have water powers like they eventually try to put on in freddy versus, Freddy versus jason yeah. like he's just a basically a zombie so that zombie. Is, is strong and has a machete it's like kind of tricky i guess like, has a mask sometimes yeah so you got like movie. knife mask and like we're back doesn't talk yeah a bag my comparison would be uh and i promise to only do this once uh, yeah but the comparison would be between superman and batman right where like uh superman all the stuff that we know about superman you know he can fly he uh he's comes from an alien planet he uh, works at the Daily Daily Planet as a journalist. All that stuff got added over time. He didn't have all of those at the start. Mm. He had like a good design at the start, and then over time, he eventually turned into the character we all love. Issue one of Batman, it's mostly there. Wow, uh, really? because yeah. he was created second, so they knew they had to have put all this stuff in. It's fun. Like yeah. yeah, like the Joker and Catwoman are both in Batman's first appearance. Yeah, so, that's crazy. So they uh, they kind of figured out what they were what doing there. But like Jason. Jason is not figured out because in the first movie, he's not even the killer. Right. Yeah. So, Spoilers. 
Check it out. I think, that it's, I, think that that's, I think that it's okay for me to do that one. Mrs. Williams. Yeah, then you got, so like the big three, then you got Michael Myers. Like mm-hmm. he's, he's, you know, the... Very character. similar, honestly. Like you got like... Because, I mean, the, the Friday the 13th guys were explicitly trying to rip off Halloween. There's yeah. interviews where they're like, we were trying to, to get some of that Quick sweet, money. Sweet, <laughs> yeah, sweet, sweet John Carpenter's Halloween money. Yeah. Mm. And then, like, then it starts to get a little stretched with Freddy because mm-hmm. he's got a little, almost too many things going on. Yeah, like, he can get in your dreams. He gets in your dreams. He's got he's the, got ni- the, the knives on his fingers doesn't make any sense because no. it's not connected to his story at all, but it looks cool as fuck. Yep. He's then he bitch. has a costume for some reason. Like, he's wearing his striped sweater yep. and the hat. And then his, he was also burned alive. And he was a pedophile, which they kind of sweep under the rug sometimes because it's not <laughs> it's always, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then he can go into your dreams. So he's already got like five things, whereas Jason had like three or whatever. Yeah. So then and with Candyman. they trying to add things as well in the, in the Freddy movies every time because they keep having to go like, well, how do we get rid of him this time? Because yeah. Jason, you can just kill him. You know, in whatever way Theoretically. they, they yeah, feel yeah, yeah. like is permanent enough. Yeah. But with Freddy, since he doesn't have like a real body, they have to make up a new way to get rid of him every time. It's like, okay, we burned his bones. Yeah. We, we gave him a proper burial. We went and talked to his mom and absolved her of sin, and that fixes it. We <laughs> killed him in the dream world, which is real this time. I think in the like, first it, one, she just like decides not to believe in him anymore or something. I, in the first okay, Nightmare yeah, on sure. Elm Street, I don't, yeah, I don't think it is work. like really. Yeah, I mean, it but it works for a little bit. It works for a little bit. But then, it, so then you get to Candyman, and I like this movie. I think all these things are cool. But he's got like a hook for a hand. He was a painter, and like was, I don't know if that Didn't really he do matters. Other shit besides painting in his backstory. They're like he, like was, he was the son of a slave, but that's just. That's I think they mentioned him being like handsome too, or something like that. But yeah. I don't yes. know. I mean, he is. Yeah, but yeah, painter is his big thing. Painter, yeah. self like portrait painter. Then he was killed by bees, but after or coated they, in yeah, bees. Yeah. But after they cut his hand off with a rusty saw, and by bees. yeah, and then he appears if you say his name five times mm. in a mirror. And he's got this cool outfit, which I'm glad they don't explain because it's weirdly modern for the time. Yeah, like he was killed in like the Civil War, and then he's got like this century. crazy. It's modeled after like a, an old style opera coat. That's why they uh, gave it. Why to though? Why? Because they were he looking was a for high something. Class gentleman. They were oh, looking... like yeah. back then that was yes. wow. Those are cool. Yeah, it's modeled after that. I don't think that it's literally the the exact thing they wore, but they were looking for something that would be striking and new, would be. fit Tony Todd's giant figure, yeah, closing frame. And uh, could work for the reveal of his fucked up body. Right. It looks really cool. Uh And it makes him, because he's so giant, it looks really looming. he's 6'5". Yeah. Big guy. And then he's also is like, we'll get into it later, but he like wants Helen to like replace him or like work with him. And then he like also needs a baby for some reason. And He's into his legacy in the way that... The only way he still lives is that he's remembered in the stories. Yes. So he needs to keep creating the murders so he can keep existing. Yeah. But also he wants other people to live in the same way that he is. Mm. And he's he's got a couple more things it's just going like on. A little Especially if we get into sequel territory. Yeah. It's it's bizarre. Yeah. So he's, I thought... he's got a whole thing about his lineage too, which doesn't comes up later. Yeah. But But usually you got like weapon backstory of like how they died and then like some sort of power or like rule about them mm-hmm. or something so i thought we could try and like come up with a guy and like it's gonna be 
sweaty because we're all Should just we sitting around here. Get one aspect. Uh, or right. would that make yeah. it like telephone? Frankenstein. So, like one so, person gets look, one person gets. Well, I, yeah, I need something yeah. to go yeah. off of. We need, so. a, yeah. we need yeah. a backstory. We need ability. We need a weapon. A weapon, weapon and we need a unless, look. A look. Oh, like a a defining outfit, visual, visual item, yeah, an yeah. Object or a like a outfit. mask or a, yeah. Yeah. a striped sweater of sorts. Mm-hmm. So let's so taken. let's just say weapon is a good place to start because maybe because right. that's pretty easy and okay. and a lot of those have been done. I'm trying to think. Yes, like, a lot of them. Because Jason uses a pitchfork heavily in like the second movie, mm-hmm. and then they don't stick with that. And I think they like yeah. should have like because he's got that kind of farmer look to him already. Now, and is, pitchforks are just like scary. The knife is scary, but too many horror movies rely on the knife. You know, mm. uh, well, because knives are just around. Say. Knives are just around. Yeah, and they're easy. Like if you're the pitchfork guy and you got to be walking around inside and stuff, it's kind of. I suppose I not everyone has cumbersome. access to the hell torture devices of the Cenobites, for example. I oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the the chain the hooks on chains is, is hook awesome. on chain is really yeah. good. In the movie X, there's a really good pitchfork scene in a yeah. barn. So. I maybe because I just watched the film The Lawnmower Man, but I think a lawnmower would be a funny. Okay. Let's go. Let's go lawnmower. No, I think on. it would be incredibly funny to, was... for the for the guy to chop like to you know hold you down and then. Mm. It it's just not very mobile. Well, you, know, you can't sneak up on someone. Huge and strong, you could like two hand a push why lawnmower. Not, why not go for Upstairs. some kind of saw? There's nobody's famous for that, right? <laughs> <laughs> Some sort of jigsaw. The thing is, he's not. It's more about the puzzle, I think, than it is about the song. I like the big scissors in Exorcist 3 or in Clockwork. (laughs) The the, the shears. Clock Tower. tower. What if you used a paper guillotine? Again, it's not very mobile. (laughs) (laughs) It's the thing you specifically need a table for, right? Mm. (laughs) I'm just like throwing shit. Um, You got a circular saw? What about one of those? Like a battery power? Plug it in, don't you? You could have a battery power. Staple gun. What about the guy in Body Double? Doesn't he? Does he have to plug that thing in? The drill that he uses? To... Yeah, no. I think he does because at one point it comes unplugged. Sometimes? I think. Yeah. Okay. Let's go with circular saw. I think that's. I kind of like that. Yeah. Battery powered circular saw. Yeah. You, you guys because like well, that's got. Them? I'm going through the chainsaw. I kind of went to machinery because it ha- you have an intimidating sound. You can do like all kinds of stuff with the sound of mm-hmm. a saw or a lawnmower or something mm. like that. Okay. All right, circular saw. Circular saw. All right. Okay. Does that so, mean he was a woodworker? We'll so call him gets, the carpenter. He got his, so Alex gets circular saw. Alex picks weapon. Who wants to? Who wants he got his story? dick chopped off in a saw his accident. Dick <laughs> <laughs> and that makes him kill people. Uh, yep. Yeah. Okay. Because he was measuring his dick twice yeah. before he cut. Cut once. <laughs> he cut once. And he measured <laughs> it twice. Cut once. And the legend is, if you measure your dick more than once, then <laughs> he comes and cuts he it comes off. He cuts it off. Wait, wait, what go. if he misunderstood the? Uh, what if he misunderstood the phrase and he thought that if you measured it twice, you had to cut it? Like he wasn't intending to cut it, but then he measured his dick twice and he goes, "Oh no, now I have to cut Did it." Did I off. already measure this? Yeah, <laughs> it's still four inches. <laughs> Then he measure it he, again. He's a real plague on contractors where they they ha- they measure it once, but they're too scared to measure it again because you know what happens. <laughs> or maybe they maybe he's he's a Punisher type where if you don't. Yeah, I think twice. that makes oh, more right, sense. Okay. Like he's a, a <laughs> you cautionary need to tale. Your dick twice before you tell somebody. Should how measure is. your dick twice. What <laughs> kind of iconography does this guy? Have? He has a ruler. <laughs> <laughs> 
I like calling him the carpenter because no, then you get it. You don't like that? A famous carpenter horror guy. He's I a know, real guy. I know. Though. He's not the. Carpenter. It's an homage. We're coming on to, uh, I, I like sweaty. the circular saw idea, but I also think you could weaponize a measuring tape pretty well too. Yeah, I oh, think yeah. What if he has like a, a tool belt, not with like tons it, of yeah, stuff? Well, it, 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 like like really? the measuring tape comes out and it like goes yeah. through somebody's neck or, or something. Or it comes yeah, back yeah. really fast and hits your finger and it hurts a, a little bit. It's one of the Chops little your ones that's really, really sharp on the edges. Yeah. 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 So it's okay. almost like a razor edge. Yeah. We'll call him Yardstick. Like the meter man. The meter no, man. Wait. Meter man is like pretty good. Is it? <laughs> is it it's meter maze. set in the UK though. <laughs> No, it would work. It wouldn't work in America. The, the footman. He comes to every the arcade. Footman. <laughs> the the arcade three says, footman. Don't forget to spend your super bar. The yeah. meter man is coming the to get you. No. That's his other thing. <laughs> yes, if, if you, you lose with a full bar. If you here. die with full bar. <laughs> no dying. The meter man cuts your dick off. <laughs> Where are we? What, what are we? Where are we? That's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> what is the iconography? Of the meter man. Yeah, what does he look like? I yeah, guess? we gotta change because oh, okay, that's so... he would obviously just be wearing a jumpsuit like Michael Myers. So is he's he gotta have something alive, else. Or is he like a vengeful spirit? Do we Did want... he die from cutting his dick off? Do or we is want he a hard hat? Man? I feel like a hard hat might be good. Okay. Um, like, Wait, we... he's in high vis. We are you telling <laughs> yeah. me? Yeah. He looks yeah. like Mario from Mario Maker. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Out. One of Mario's best. Okay. Outfits. Okay. So he's wearing. Um... Uh, safety glasses. Okay, kind of like that. He's, he's also from the wearing. Gets in his eye. <laughs> he's wearing earplugs, so the circular saw, if he still has that. But so he can't he hear. Does, that's definitely. like a weakness. He can't hear that, but so he also can't hear the screams because they actually do bother him. Oh, okay. He's sensitive. Yeah, yeah. He's a little bit sensitive. I like that this guy is a cautionary tale of like, P- what do you call that? PP. <laughs> E. PPE, PPE, yeah, yeah. yeah personal, personal protective equipment. Yeah. Okay, but also doubles is because he, you know, he cuts off your PPE. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he cuts this is PPE great. extraction. <laughs> PPE extraction, PPE P- Penis, penis extraction. Is that what the second <laughs> yeah, piece yeah, 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 yeah. Isn't that that game you were trying to think of the name of earlier? Huh? <laughs> penis, penis extraction. Yep. The red, uh, the dance, dance revolution. Yeah, yeah, well, that, that absolutely is <laughs> PPR. <one>. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I know this guy's really good at that. Should he have a mask on though, or we're doing no mask? Because if I he has the safety glasses, then he's got the safety glasses. I should they be good. like? But maybe, those are usually clear. Yeah. Right? I mean, can, would they be like dark glasses? Respirator. 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 That would actually be kind of cool if he has like the the kind of gas mask they use if you're if you're actually sawing stuff like yeah, yeah. Uh, for particulates. The, yeah, for the particulate. Um, the masks. So, oh, I actually did want to bring this up. Um, what what made me think of this idea was the movie My Bloody Valentine um, has a really strong design for its villain. And I think they did try to make sequels, but the movie's really great. We should do it in uh, February February at some point. But um, it's a mining town. And so everyone works in the mine and they all have like these gas masks on these suits. Yeah, I've seen that design. And the guy has a big fucking like pickaxe. Mm -hmm. And it looks sick. He looks like one of the guys from um, Fallout, like the... Yeah. What are those? I never played any of those Power games. So. Yeah, kind of. With like the, the yeah, the I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about, so I can't. But the um, guy on the cover, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, the blonde guy with the suit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, outfit. He can't be wearing coveralls. Okay. No. Um, yeah, that's it's art. Flannel, flannel tucked flannel. into jeans. <laughs> He's wearing a car scary. Heart. Carhartt. A Carhartt. Overalls. 
What if he's wearing some kind bare of like chest, fucking carpented uh, bare chest? That goes against this whole thing. What if it's like some fucking carpented cobbled together armor or something? Or is that too cool? That's like no. not. It's not scary. It's loud. He's got wooden well. armor since wooden he's a carpenter. Armor. Tool belt on the outside. Party on the inside. What if it's yeah. like all <laughs> denim? Yeah, that's what I like. I think tucked into jeans, Wrangler jeans, big old boots, maybe one of those butcher aprons that they wear. But that's more like a welding thing. Yeah, that's welding. A leather apron is good, though. Although I guess oh, there's uh, one guy who kind of does that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Different kind of leather, though. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah. He's got I don't those know. big giant like carpentry gloves as well. Yeah. There's a there's a part in Friday the Thirteenth Part Two where Jason is just wearing like a flannel shirt tucked into jeans. Yeah. I guess that's that what rules. I'm thinking of. Yeah. Because he has the bag over his head. It's like a white and black flannel shirt tucked into jeans. I think that might be an imposter one well, in that movie, though. See, so, I if, I had, if we hadn't already designed all this stuff and it was coming around to me and it's like, what are we dressing this huge guy in? And I'm like, I know just the thing. It's going to be a huge Celtics jersey and one basketball <laughs> shorts. Yes! <laughs> That's a whole other guy. <laughs> that if, is a whole other guy. If we want to spend see, another 30 minutes on something. If we were starting with visual and not already doing all the stuff with weapon and all that... I, then I get to my then guy. He with would the... shoot a basketball, and then your head would come off. And Guys who dress like that, no, yeah, they can't basketball. play basketball. Yeah, I would make just it a Bruins like jersey. <laughs> Bruins, like oh, uh, Kevin Smith. Actually, this is a local guy. Actually, the local guy. The oh, we could do guy. Kevin. Kevin Smith would make a good one. Kevin Smith would make it. He's got wait like, what? Kevin Smith's <laughs> visual look where he's got the giant shorts where like it's basically like capris, but they're so huge. All right, let's. I be, think we got a good for you the carpenter yeah. or the hand. What do we call him? The handyman? The meter man? No, not the handyman. You don't like meter man? No, meter, meter man's, man's good. Too eurocentric, no. I think. The meter man? The inch man? Yeah, the inch man. Well, that ties into the cock stuff. The inch man. All right, the inch man. That's his name. For some reason, <laughs> he's got a tiny dick. And if you don't, not anymore. <laughs> well, well, he's even wait, smaller yes, now. now. Yeah, he's got a stub. He I was four. Now he's the inch man. <laughs> I really like the inch man. I think it's good. We love the inch All right. man. All right, so the inch man. Now let's really quick do uh, the local guy. <laughs> and one basketball shorts, giant Bruins. Uh huh. Uh, he kills you with jersey. a big gulp full of cement. <laughs> and a hard it just hits you with it. <laughs> oh, all right. I was thinking he poured liquid cement on you and it hardened. No, that's cool. No, it's yeah, already hardened in there. He just hits you he, with he it. He just beans you with it. No, he, yeah. His his big gulp is like a fount of liquid cement. He drives around a really. He's, he's mixing it with a little straw. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't. Yeah, he, he's got yeah, a giant fifty nine fifty hat on. No. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wait. 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 You see this guy. I, yeah, like you come out of the 7-Eleven or the Cumbies, right? Yeah. Okay. And, oh, and you see a guy across the street, and he's he's wearing the Bruins jersey, mm-hmm. right? And he's got a big gulp, and he's just kind of stirring it, and yeah. he stares at you. Yeah. And you're like... And his lowered Dude. Subaru is really, really loud. And I that's think, how you know when he's coming. I think it is important that this guy is not as big as his clothes would imply. Yeah, he's kind <laughs> yeah, of small. Yeah. There's too many yeah. big slashes. Well, there's a lot of small foot. ones, too. But it's like, it's, it's like he's blowing in the yeah. wind. It's honestly like he's a scarecrow. Where and you can smell his, his cotton candy vape from across the <laughs> That's what you know he's the coming for you. vape smoke is like surrounding you. You yeah. see the silhouette of this guy in a giant jersey, huge shorts. Yeah. And you hear him mixing. <laughs> Why is it full of cement? <laughs> he's going to pour it on your head. 
right. That, I think this is just, great. And you blink and he's excellent. in front of you. And he's got the big gulp. And you're going to be big gulped next. Oh, this is good. The itch man and the local When guy. I go to get gas on the way home, I'm going to look out of the corner of my eye. I'm going to fucking see this guy get I invented today, and I'm going to die. That's exactly what happened with Candyman. They well, invented him. The cumbies, he told me about this guy. This, oh, you saw him once. As long as you stay in the cumbies, you're fine. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, he, ha- he has respect yeah, for the- leaving the store is what triggers he, him to kill you. He wants you, you to that? pump his gas because he's originally from New Jersey. Oh, no. That's how he thinks it works. And if yeah. you come out to pump his gas, then he kills you. Yeah. It's the only way. He just doesn't respect service workers. Then he should have a Jersey Devils uh, jersey on. That would on. be great. The but then he's not local anymore. It doesn't matter. He was local to somebody. He used to formerly local. Formerly local. Formerly local guy. He's coming to town. God. The Jersey guy. He's uh... he's playing an away game tonight. Talking <laughs> his car. I think we got it. I think we we did like the whole rigmarole, and it took us a little while to get uh, the meter man. And then we're like, why do we just bang on another one real quick? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you just gotta throw stuff out yeah, there. The yeah. meter man's good though. Yes, it is. I, if I, you I don't measure sense. your dick twice, no. If you do measure it twice, wait. Yeah, I, I wait. Think he's just Always a... <laughs> measure your dick twice before you cut. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this applies to circumcisions too. Yeah. yeah. They had the doctor has to measure it twice. Yeah. They do lop it right off. When yeah. They do that, right? Yeah. <laughs> Put it on the table. <laughs> <laughs> the big fucking butcher's knife. That's the it's the art guillotine that Seb was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's take a brief break to collect our wits. Uh, we can do about five more of these. Yeah. And, let's bring uh, a couple we'll more guys before we get with. Sweets to the sweet. Be my victim. Have you ever heard of Candyman? If you look in the mirror and you say his name five times. In cities everywhere. Candyman? They whisper his name. Right? Candyman. It's just a story. Candyman? Candyman. Just a ghost story. Candyman. An entire community starts attributing the daily horrors of their lives to a mythical figure. The legend first appeared in 1890. He was attacked, mutilated, and burned to death. Poor Candyman. Helen, a woman died in there. Leave it. Everyone knows he isn't real. That's modern oral folklore. Everyone. Except Helen Lyle. Where did I... It ain't safe around here. I don't scare too easy. Want no Balboothagee? They ain't never gonna catch him. Who? Candyman. Who is that? I came for you. Do I know you? Now, she is about to discover. Helen? Get out! Get out! What's behind the mystery? I'm sick. What's behind the legend? Listen, he's under the bed! And most terrifying of all, come with me. What's behind the mirror? She's here. 
space you give it, I have found bring, this podcast. Bring us in. How about that? Welcome back, listeners. To Please Don't Listen to This, Your Soul Depends on It's Hello Scream Monster Terror Sode of Fright. Welcome Six back. or treat. More like turn back. <laughs> oh, we, we do enough telling them not to listen. To <laughs> yeah, it's quite a bit. Name. Yes. Beware. Beware. I hunger. Uh, there's, um, so I really like this movie, but I had ignored it for a long time. I wanted to ask George what he thought of it, because I want to say he was the first person I heard about it from. I, yeah, I was going to say I would really like him on the podcast for this particular movie, because he it has... Been we're so, very white. Oh, I was going to say, because uh, every time there's a horror movie where, like, specifically it's like going down a list of people who die, uh, George has always seen it and said, yeah, it's pretty good. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's pretty adventurous with his movie watching. I like mm-hmm. it. He'll, he'll watch something that you just, like kind of just saw, scrolled past on Netflix yeah. or whatever, mm-hmm. which is a quality I wish I had. I have to have like eight reasons to watch them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I went through a phase. Emily and I were probably, making fun of oh. you and Alex for that about how, uh, oh, they watched a movie. Was there a podcast about yes. it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Always yes. Yep. <laughs> uh, what were you I saying, went, Sam? I went through a phase in college where I just went on Netflix when Netflix was like the thing that everyone had and there weren't so many streaming services. Um, and so I went on there and I just, Looked up everything that said dragon on it. And I watched them all. <laughs> oh, yeah. and That's got to be were... like a, what, 5%, 2% hit rate, something like that for good movies? Like... I mean, they, like a lot of them were like garbage, but in a good way. Mm. They were like, oh, okay, so Gur- Curse of the La- Dragon Slayer was definitely like a low-budget fantasy movie, mm. but it was fun enough like that you could make fun of it and just mm. kind of put it on in the background. I just watched cue the winged serpent oh, that's that, that's movie. a giant aztec bird but i recommend it the larry cohen <laughs> the god he is just like that was great like also uh, because of a podcast cue yep. <laughs> cue the winged serpent and the stuff two of my favorite incredible like, fucking movies. october watches or really any season watches you need to make me watch this uh, again for, for, yeah you yeah, yeah. put it on at the you party watch my nice blu-ray how many yeah. chapters do they have yeah. Yeah. you remember oh that, you have that it on is blu-ray still the yeah. last time yes. i watched uh, george it. got it for me for christmas one year mm. it was very Nice. Speaking of George, yeah, we were just talking about it. Wow, uh, it was very George, much like, uh, oh, uh, I got Nick. What's uh, what's the thing I could get him? Some some horror DVDs, and it worked out very nice. Perfect. I was very happy with him. I watched. Uh, he got me that, and he got me the fucking uh, Street was, Fighter the no, movie, it was a, Mortal it was Kombat a, the movie, Tekken the movie. <laughs> Local. I'm kind of owning you and George at the same time. Yeah. I'm like George is just like looking at the pictures of you. Like, what is this guy Oni like? Baba. What is this guy like? And it is a Japanese uh, like ghost story movie. Well, that's oh, back in like hmm. cinema days. Very, oh wow, that's like fun. that's much more thoughtful than I was giving him credit for. <laughs> Talk to me about Cabrini Green. So I had heard of this movie but always ignored it because of the thing that I was a little bit talking about where I'm like I, I thought that all the stuff that was attributed to this movie was like a bunch of different guys yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's wild that it's yeah. all Candyman yeah and so I never truly like uh, went out of my way to check it out but I am in a uh, there is an author that I really like uh, Gretchen Falker Martin um, who wrote a book a couple of years ago called Manhunt that I would highly recommend um and uh, she lists all the mans, the candy mans, the bye bye mans, looking for them, down. the gray she mans. Has, I started following her on like Twitter after that. She's like, Well, I have a Discord, but my Discord is called the Deadlights Theater. You pay like five bucks or whatever, and they do movie nights every Sunday night. 
Wow. Uh, and they do, well, they do two showings, one at 1 p.m., one at 7 p.m. of the same movie. And they do a theme every month. And uh, one of their months was like a like kind of urban legend theme. And they're showing Candyman, and I'm like, oh, you know what? It's a, uh, you know, I, I'm not, I don't have anything planned for this uh, Sunday at 1 p.m. I'll, I'll sit down and I'll watch it while I'm setting up the edit for the podcast. And I was completely entranced. I'm like, this is the movie that I thought was just some like fucking like. This is car door hook hand. I thought that this. <laughs> I thought this movie was New Year's this Eve. Is the you know, I, 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 uh, I, I tossed this off film. like it was nothing, and I I was so surprised there was so much like. There's a Philip Glass score for this, and there's like a, you know, there's such like a a real through line for this as opposed to just a ghost kills everyone. There's more to it than that in terms of like why it starts. And, uh, right from the opening, I was like, oh, these guys actually cared about what they were making. Yeah. You know? Like, oh, just yeah. the shot so of Chicago with all the yeah. cars. It, like, it gave it me a shining like, vibe because it was, like, cars. Yeah, overhead score. view. Yeah, yeah. Yep. great uh-huh. score. Yeah, awesome stuff. And the, does it start with that voiceover yes. immediately? Yep. It yes. already goes right blood, in. What is blood if not for shedding? What is blood for if not for shedding? Yes. yes. Oh, One man. of his many one-liners. And then it's just bees. Mm-hmm. Oh, the part where the bees come, or is it supposed to be birds, or is it? I think it's, it's bees, bees, right? It's bees. It's yeah. bees. I'm sure that costs a lot of money, but like if they could do that more, well, they had more like, bees back then. Yeah, but it's hard, <laughs> tough to wrangle <laughs> them to get yeah, them, I, get them to do what you want like yeah, that. It's so get them to make was, the Pepsi logo in there. The, I am not into slasher movies like Camas, and I don't really have anything against them. I just don't seek them out the same way that you do. Cam, yeah, or you, that is like the. I want to say like the era and style of horror movie that is your preferred one. Like, yeah, that you've definitely seen a ton of. I definitely. Well, it started for a podcast. Uh, obviously, yeah. I was with the Girl in Rust podcast. They started doing all slashers, but I do like the offshoot ones because they do try to create a guy with mm-hmm. all these different things, and it's icon, always like a real character. It's like, oh, why didn't this take off? Like, I almost wish I watched uh, Shocker before this. Another George recommended movie. Mm-hmm. Which you have to assume is a guy who has electric powers because he was killed in electric. That rules. Like yeah. that's just perfect kid yeah. urban legend mm-hmm. or not urban legend, but like, whoa! Did you see this movie? And like he like takes the guy died people. by shocking. He's gonna come and shock you. And he I does the love uh, <laughs> also. <laughs> the pink, the yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> the second joke you make. I'm really... I do this by accident all the time. I w- <laughs> like, I'll just be like doing that... shit with my hands. And you just send people the wrong message. Yeah. Fortunately, not in front of people. <laughs> so uh, just I on really, your own time. Yeah, I really like uh, like so much about this movie right out of the gate, and I was just like captivated by it. And at the end of the movie, I'm like, "Is this like my new favorite slasher movie? Like, wow. I can't think of any that I like more than this, with, ex- uh, with the exception of Halloween, which arguably might not count." Yeah, because uh, that's like a good movie. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can set that any time of the you year. Don't, you don't count zero <laughs> as a number. Sorry, bringing up ancient beef. Yeah. You don't count your zero George as a number. George is coming up so much on that. I know. we got to send him like we a gift basket guy. or something. If you don't know who we're talking about, listeners, uh, we had a fifth host Check four years ago <laughs> yeah. at the archive. Way back when. Now he haunts the show. He's going to kill one of us before. That's we true. We yeah, shouldn't we, have killed him so brutally. We've said George more than five times. <laughs> no, George, you have to say George, Tekken more George. than five times. <laughs> Korean backdash. Oh no! Oh no! Uh, so, um, wobble. <laughs> so I uh, wobble because I was so uh, like wrapped up in this, and then I also kind of was shocked because. Uh, this is in the '90s, which was like a very transitional period for horror. Yeah, movies. I was. Yeah. I 
Oh yeah. Was surprised to I wasn't surprised to see that this was like a late nine, 90s movie, but I was also like Well, this was 92. Oh, it's 92. I for some yeah, reason yeah. I, yeah. I put this one as the, early 2000s in my one head. One of the wow. sequels, Candyman yeah. sequels. I believe Candyman 3 is 99. So yeah. that, okay. that's, right. that's yeah, where yeah. you get that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but like, this is, era is synonymous with like a lot of garbage mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. horror movies to me. Well, but, I mean, you think of 90s like obviously racial politics have have existed for as long in America for as long as America has existed. But when uh, art starts to become really conscious of it in a way that you were allowed to say in a major motion picture is kind of the 90s. Like it starts yeah. in the 80s and then you can, are able to do more of it in the 90s without people saying that, you know, they're going to resegregate the schools because people saw your movie. <laughs> um, and Yeah, art kind of takes a weird turn away from the slasher stuff because like coincidentally actually where i saw tony todd first was in the final destination movies Mm -hmm. he's the voice of death or whatever i think he's credited as which is really cool because he's never coming around killing people but they always go like oh man these weird murders i know someone who uh like encountered this back in the day and they go and they see tony todd who like works in a morgue and he's obviously like this incredibly striking person to look at with an Six awesome voice <laughs> yeah and you can't just be like okay this is the grim reaper like this is the guy and he just works a day job or, or night job if you ask me but um <laughs> yeah so like 90s you got final destination like i know what you did last summer like scream, scream which is like the horror snake eating itself yeah. and that's yeah. kind of what just kills <laughs> the horror movie for a while it's just like oh shit scream called us out yeah we yeah, gotta, now we, we gotta do, do these something tropes else. And straight also because like now a, it's a parody. Yeah. Also, there's like an end of history thing of like, what is there to be afraid of? And then 9 11 happens, and it's like, oh, we're afraid of a lot, actually. You can't really make a. I'm sure there's p- p- think pieces online about like, this is the 9 11 horror movie, or like. The, Saw is the 9 11 horror movie. I get, uh, it's not about what? being in 9 11, it's about the consequences of 9 11 because torture is in the news every day. Oh, yeah. that's a good, yeah. Okay, so that's a good. It's always, I think we talked about it last week of like what's in the zeitgeist that bleeds into horror movies mm-hmm. of like so what's the metaphor or whatever. There's a consciousness element to Candyman, but also the iconography and the like uh, strong character of uh, like the slasher films where you need to have a guy that can be on the t shirt that you sell. Mm-hmm. But also, uh, it takes one of my favorite things, which is the campfire story, the ur- or the urban legend, yeah. which I love so much. You hear about and this in thing. particular, the classic one of you know the the radio says there's a killer who escaped, and my the the car stops, and the boyfriend goes to check it out, but car door hook hand. Oh no! Car door hook hand. Have you seen the Bye Bye Man? I have not seen the Bye. You haven't stooped so low yet. <laughs> stooped so low. Have you seen the Hello Man? <laughs> <laughs> I, I have not seen that either. Okay. Last year, last year we talked about the Empty we Man, about the the empty empty which man, is yeah. along the, the same trajectory. The Empty yeah, Man is a conse- is like a casualty of the Bye Bye Man. Yeah, <laughs> both of you guys said that you thought that movie. Was the <laughs> I also confuse it with the Gray Man, which is the like the Ryan Reynolds <laughs> the action movie. <laughs> Nobody saw. It's basically an urban legend at this point. <laughs> but. There was so much to love about this movie that I like instantly marked it down. When I was trying to think of uh, different things to watch, uh, I remember talking about it with with you, Cam, and you saying that you had never seen it. Yeah. So I'm like, oh yeah, well, I, this is the perfect excuse. I, I, I'd love to to have you guys watch this, and watching it again, it absolutely holds up. There are things, a bunch of things that I noticed that I didn't see the first time before, and 
it really does seem to me like a, a one-time fluke because Bernard Rose didn't make anything kind of as good as this ever again, or at least nothing that hooked onto the consciousness like hey, this ever oh, again. Oh. Um, and he uh, he was like a like a UK guy. Like all of his other movies are like only in the UK or only popular in the UK. Weird, yeah. Which is like you. This movie seems so keyed into like an American idea of culture and uh, gentrification and history and stuff like that. So it's funny to think that you know. Uh, British writer Clive Barker and British director Bernard Rose meet at uh, tea time to discuss uh, the yeah. possible adaptation of this into a Hollywood going, picture. Going to their favorite chip shop and yeah. watching the footy game. <laughs> so real quick on the, the gentrification thing, uh-huh. like what, how does that relate to the story at all? Because I think I either missed a line or so, um, like she lives in the same building that so she- was... So she lives in the same type of building. They were going to, it was going to be one of the projects buildings. Yes. But they realized after the fact that I guess something about the it's zoning, too like close there was, to the rich people. Yeah. yeah. And the they, rich didn't people. Have, they didn't There's have a no good barrier. way to coordinate it off. Yeah. yeah there was yeah. no wall. Socially. Was, so yeah. they so they upscaled it. Yeah. And now she lives there. There's so, a um. I'm gonna chime in with some sequel stuff a little bit, but there's um the remake does more with that angle. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it gestures at more with that angle. I don't know if it really pulls it off, but the uh, rebate, reboot uh, that came out a couple of years ago oh, cool. does touch on some gentrification stuff. Because yeah. that's what I was it's really... Set late, it's set concurrently as it would be later. So. Yeah. so I was really interested in that aspect, and then I felt like they didn't really do that much with it. It's just like it is right. the same building and as I, a building we, in the I think we touched projects. on it, but uh, this movie does have a lot going on. So unfortunately, yeah. it like, can't really laser focus it in gets on lost a little yeah, bit. some of the stuff. But it, it does kind of be like... Be like it does. It does kind of be like that. Sometimes it do be like that. I am agreeing with you, Seth. Candyman do be like building too close to rich people. Uh. So it it kind of like just juxtaposes like here's her life and she's in what was a projects building, but yeah, it's the same thing. They just charge more for it. Yeah. Okay. And then here's the other place that she goes to. So she goes into like almost another world. It's like. Almost one of those things. She goes through a, a, a portal and comes yeah, out the mouth. It's, it's mm. almost one of those things where you go to the the other side. Okay. Where, All right. Like, I got it. Like, li- like, I think it is literally the other side of the highway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah. So, I think it does that kind of, like, juxtaposition of, like, here's where all the white people live. Or, mm-hmm. like, her, her friend who she's working on her thesis with is black, but she's very light-skinned. And there's mm-hmm. some colorism stuff going on. Because all mm-hmm. the people who live in the projects are much darker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I did yeah, really like that. that part of them going over to the building, and she's like, "We can't just go over there." And it's like something like I've seen a lot. Knows better. Yeah, it's something I've seen a lot in real life of just like, oh, you know, those people, you're you're demonizing them too much. Like it's not it's not that bad over there. They'll understand we're people too. And it's like, no, maybe just don't go over there because it's legitimately dangerous over there. I also really like the whole, oh, hey, five zero coming up the back door. Like, yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, a couple of nicely dressed ladies are here. They're cops. They're, They're cops. Here. Yeah. Why would you come here yeah. otherwise? Why would you come here unless you They didn't know it was action journalism knocking <laughs> down the doors. Grad school. Got to get that grad, grad school, school thesis. <laughs> yeah. She's writing a page on them. Mm-hmm. And uh, right, right before everything goes to shit, they're like, wow, this could be a book. <laughs> and it's like, sorry, not making it that far. 
Uh, but Seb, I want to know what you thought of Candyman. Oh, um, say his name. So, Candyman, Candyman, no, Candyman, no, Candyman. No. You're not looking in a mirror. It's Don't fine. do it. No, stop <laughs> that. Seb's <laughs> looking at the black mirror. Yeah. Did they do that in uh, the reboot? Someone puts their front-facing camera on and says Candyman. <laughs> <laughs> they might as well have. I think they do look at an off-TV for one of them. Oh, like, that's cool. Uh, I take that. The reflection in the surface. So if you huh. looked in the like the reflection, the, the lake, I, I'm just because it keeps uh, it's going to keep coming up because I just watched it. Uh-huh. Um, in the reboot, they do some interesting stuff. Only for a couple scenes, really. It seems like, but they do some interesting stuff with Candyman, like only existing in the reflections. Do like so, like kind of a thing like more modern digital techniques would make easier to do. That's mm. a but, cool idea because it fits with the whole saying his name in the mirror thing and it fits with how other people can't see him. Yeah, the first yeah. kind of like couple kills are like you see the guy like moving around being pulled by nothing and then you can see the reflection of the candy man. Oh, it's, very it's, cool. it's neat. Not really relevant, but there, I saw this uh, this post that I always think of when it comes to mirrors where somebody's, somebody's like, you know, shitposting on fucking 4chan or whatever is like, uh, did you was your like mind blown when you realized that if a video game needs a mirror they just render the whole room twice Yeah. and then somebody said what do you think how do you think mirrors in real life work yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like questioning that like why did you say that why do I, he gotta say that man yeah. <laughs> what do you know <laughs> that's good um, okay so I literally just watched this a few hours ago uh-huh. it's fresh in your mind um, yeah it's very fresh in my mind um, I enjoyed it. I'm not a big slasher person. Like I, I'll enjoy horror movies, but normally it's not the slashers, mm-hmm. because what I like about horror movies is that um, sometimes you know they'll make you think, depending on like what the subject matter is. Mm-hmm. Um, you, like things that make me legitimately scared are things that are a little bit more psychological, cerebral. Um, yeah, more cerebral. Mm-hmm. Cerebral. Um, I like when a horror movie gets cerebral by pulling someone's brain out Whoa. of their skull. What if there was a fucked up what? guy? Who what if you? there's what? an evil brain? Um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, what so, if? So, yeah, um, this actually kind of crossed into that, despite being like, it, it's kind of like both a slasher and a psycholo- psychological horror because there's this movie's trying to do a lot as it's we got a lot, a lot <laughs> of threads it's got going a lot of stuff on. going on so basically really quick rundown um so you've got uh helen and her her friend um bernadette nice they are ball. yep mm. uh they are uh graduate students at the university of illinois they're in chicago um they really 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 like to use that one aerial shot of the university <laughs> It's a good um, shot. It, they they did one a helicopter ride building. at the beginning of production to get the the aerial overhead shot they needed. Yeah. And, you know they give you a lot to use. Yeah, I was like watching that and I was like, hmm, how many University of Illinois students watch this movie just because they're uh, University of Illinois? Yeah. Many, the all big, of them, they got every the big single one. Finger University of Illinois yeah. mentioned, and they're like they're going yeah, fucking nuts. Yeah, yeah. It's go Cornheads on campus. Um, <laughs> that would be fun and funny to screen this movie. At- on campus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two grad students yeah. getting brutal. They all go murdered. across the street to the projects. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and watch it on the side of a building. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, the, you have these two grad students and they're, I guess, in like a folklore culture like track. I, I'm not really sure exactly what, what the major or the program is. Um, but her, uh, uh, Helen's husband is actually a professor of this subject. Um, and um, 
Later we find out that he's like dating one of his students. I mean, we, yeah. we know it it's from the so beginning. Obvious it's so really obvious. The most cheating <laughs> on his wife yeah, guy it's, ever. It's, it's kind of like a, a C plot. No one has ever been more cheating on his wife. Oh, yeah. Um, which is gross. But anyway. Uh, yes, we don't condone cheating on your no. wife. I, I'm in oh, we, we have to. <laughs> I feel like we should hear out the cheating on your wife, guys. Right? Because I'm we're depicting it, we are right endorsing now. it. Um. Anyway, so they're working on their thesis. Their thesis is about, um, like, urban legends and folklore. Um, and they come across a story about um, the Candyman. And the Candyman is a guy who, if you say his name five times in a mirror, he comes through with his hook. And he'll, like, uh, disembowel you from groin to... Groin to gullet? Yeah. Gullet. Yeah. Uh, one uh, thing that's fun to touch on there is I, I like the way that they give the... They give the viewer the story of the Candyman by having her interview people telling the story. Yep. And you get it's, it different all those, all stories. stories yeah. say start with I heard and yep. then somebody says it's, like, it's very economical storytelling, mm-hmm. I think. And also yeah. nobody was ever there when it happened. Yeah. It's, uh, and, and, but it's weird that they reason. do do the flashback stuff too. I think it's still good. But, it's very punchy. Yeah. And one yeah. of the things I like is that both the first stories you hear is that the guy who saw what happened to the body, their hair turned white from shock. They both say yep. that. Yeah, and, and that, that actually never happens in the movie. Well, yeah, you think never that that's going to pay off, off, but they got, enough, they got enough stuff going on. It's a on. bummer, yeah. 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 And they, real quick while we're on it, I didn't think that they deliver on the groin to gullet thing. But I they, thought they were going to say that, and then they were never going to show it. But every almost everyone dies that way, right? Or at yeah, least there are two. Some, some other slashes. The doctor, the, like the, psych- the psychiatrist. Yeah, the psychiatrist guy, and the spoilers. The, the last guy, yeah. I think, both yeah. get split from yeah. the bottom yeah. up. They, it's they pretty crazy. They Helen a couple times. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they're doing this. Uh, they're interviewing people for urban legends and folk tales, um, and then Helen and Bernadette decide to go to one of the places where. Um, one of the urban legends originates, which is the one of the Candyman, which is right in Chicago where they live. Um, Cabrini Green. Cabrini yeah, Green. Cabrini Green, which is a project Said, said 100 Actually, times in the movie. it looks almost exactly like uh, the Crystal Avenue housing. It also yeah. looks a lot Projects like another building in this one movie. one big blueprint, yep. and then they just plopped them all over yep. the country. So they, they, don't, they didn't work too hard yeah, on each, those. Each, like, 10 stories tall. Um, what were you saying, Kev? Um, they say it's Cabrini Green a hundred thousand times oh, in this yeah. movie. It's, it's that's kind of candy man. It sounds like a salad. Yeah, it's, it's good, awesome. Yeah. It sounds it's great. Cabrini great. Uh, yeah, rolls out the tongue well. Cabrini, Cabrini Green with my candy. Um, so yeah, they go investigate this um, at Cabrini Green, and you know it's not really welcoming. They kind of follow some leads, and eventually um, Helen gets so caught up in this that she literally just kind of summons this, the candy man because she was not... So she got attacked by some guys and she was telling um, this kid, like, okay, the guys that were pretending to be the candy man, they were just pretending candy man is not real. And then candy man takes offense to this. And um, <laughs> this is a movie that really buys into the existence through belief thing, um, read American Gods. Um, you where... could say candy man is a tulpa. He's a tulpa. I wouldn't Um, say that because I don't know what that means. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Um, Don't worry about it. Uh, I'm not. um, Yeah, so so he's basically angry because if you tell people he's not real and nobody believes in him, then he doesn't exist. Um, So he goes after Helen about this and basically frames her um, for, like, murdering people. Like, he frames her for murdering a dog and a baby yeah. and for her, her friend Bernadette. 
Um, and she gets committed to a psych ward. Um, then she escapes. Then she... Through more murder. Yeah, through, <laughs> through more murder by the Candyman. She finds the Candyman. She becomes God. Not God, no. but she, 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 be, she becomes what the Candyman is, basically. Yeah. Um, she, but the Candyman dies in a bonfire. She says farewell to the flesh. Yeah, yep. she says farewell to the flesh. Because Candyman says, yeah, alive. like it's either you or the baby, and yeah. like, and she goes into a big pile of furniture and mm-hmm. saves the baby. Yeah, thus um, dooming the baby herself. Back. And then, uh, actually, one of the most moving scenes of the movie was there's like three people at her funeral because mm-hmm. her her husband kind of like yeah, she ba- doesn't really have any connections yeah. for with people who are still alive. Yes. Yeah, because everybody knows she's a fucking insane murderer. Yes. At this yeah. point. Mm. Um, so like it's like her lawyer, her husband, and her husband's uh, girlfriend. Yeah, yeah wasn't it? Her, that was her lawyer. I thought that was her dad yeah. or something. Yeah. But yeah, oh, and, and then that's and funny. Then, um, <laughs> the other guy, the other professor who like was laughing at her because he oh, was yeah. like, "I already the wrong hair guy, that fucking yeah. guy. Yeah. That oh. dude is the connection in Candyman too, which made, got a big laugh out of me. When yep. he, oh, when really? He showed up. Yeah. Um, I was kind of hoping he, his shit showed up a little bit more in, in the movie, but because he was like such a like asshole to her. At the oh beginning. yeah, don't worry, he gets it too. Okay. Good. But yeah, so it's them at the funeral and they're all kind of like oh man you know whatever this sucks you know and then this entire like procession procession of people from the projects come up yeah everybody who knows about the heroic thing that she did yeah to sacrifice saw her crawl out of the bonfire with the baby and found you know the body of the the actual candy man in there the, the, the kid Jake who she had talked to before um brings the hook and drops it in yeah with her um, and then at the very end of the movie, um, you, you see Trevor, her husband, is crying about it because he's like, wow, maybe she wasn't actually insane. Maybe it was actually Yeah, now he's feeling some remorse or regret. And now he's like, it's very funny that he's like annoyed by the he's girl stuck, that was Yeah, he's geez. stuck with his yeah. 22-year-old <laughs> girlfriend now. Her, her like... Tits out, big her, time. Yeah, her tits out, big time. And her, like, her out, nipples were so fucking hard. It's yeah. Chicago. It's cold. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway. Yeah, she, like, uh, can't cook. And earlier we had seen Helen make him this nice, beautiful well, dinner that he didn't appreciate. Like, oh, yeah. He's thinking yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah, he's thinking about it. They're very goes, on the nose Helen, 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 Helen. Yeah. Sort of, like, not, not quite that way, but, you know, like, accidentally in the mirror. Yeah. She shows up and she disembowels him. Yeah. So yeah. she has become the Candyman. Yeah. She's um, become legend just yes. like him. She has become legend. Pretty bold for her first movie to have your yeah. main protagonist become the... Basically, the villain. That's one of the things about this movie that felt so strong to me, like felt like such a strong decision Mm -hmm. to not only have like, like Candyman's like plan, if you can call it that, is foiled. But like, the main protagonist is framed for murder. Everyone they care about dies, and then they die and turn into basically a vengeful ghost. Yeah, Mm -hmm. which was kind of what Candyman wanted all along. Yeah, basically. yeah, like, except very, he wanted to also be there. Yes, I think he is there. I, think, yeah. I, think, I don't think he is truly. Obviously, gone. I mean, yeah. yeah, there's two, there's three more movies. Yeah, well, but, but like, I mean, they they didn't quite <laughs> expect that. But they like, aren't. No, I don't know. I was just saying. I think okay. it it's implied in the movie that she looks like the woman he fell in love with while painting her portrait. Yeah, the white yes. woman. they tack that um, on. In the sequels, the <laughs> they do more with that. Yeah, in um, that. Both of the main characters of the next two movies also look like her. Uh, oh. <laughs> so, uh-huh. um, I really enjoyed this, actually. Um, 
I was a little iffy at first about like, oh no, there's the white woman and she's going into it's okay. the black a white British guy area. wrote this movie. It's fine. Huh? <laughs> I, said, I said it's okay. A white British guy wrote this movie. It's fine. Notoriously not problematic people. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Um, I mean, th- this is why I really wanted to get George's perspective on on the movie, just because like we're all white. And I think black. yeah, we but could we could caveat that we we may not be the experts on uh, race relations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But I mean, we're all fairly liberal here so it's not like we're gonna say like anything incredibly bad we're not gonna Um, say all right now do an example of something we won't say (laughs) (laughs) um anyway so i like um so i i really enjoyed it again i I said it kind of crosses in the psychological there's a while in the movie where you maybe kind of think like maybe she is imagining it yeah maybe she did go too far into like this thing because they're in the projects and she goes into this derelict apartment where a woman was actually killed and everybody's mm-hmm. saying it's the candy man but you know they're kind of like oh it's the urban legend let me check mm-hmm. this out so she goes through the back of a mirror so th- the mirrors in the walls are mm-hmm. like there's there's a hole in the wall and they're just yeah, kind of just like stuck right in through. there yeah you could push you could take out the mirror and just go right through um and uh she does that and she goes into like an even worse derelict apartment um, and she's just taking photos and taking photos and taking photos. And um, she's just going way, way, way more into it. Yeah, like, it's dangerously an, it's, into yeah, it. Yeah, it's an obsession thing at a certain point. And, yeah, which is uh, surprising. Cam didn't make us watch this movie. First. And they're in a legitimately, like, dangerous place. It's not yeah. like she's just I mean, investigating not, too hard. And you it's know? not even just because, like, oh, there's gangs in the area. It's yeah. like, this place is falling apart. And there's oh. a guy who you find out later who is just calling himself Candyman. And it's yeah, like, there's kind of a copycat. Presumably yeah. murdering people with a hook. This is yeah. the reason that Helen gets wrapped. Like, okay, so Helen obviously is wrapped up in this investigation because she wants to get the stuff for her thesis. She keeps digging, she keeps digging. But were it not for the encounter with the guy, the Candyman, yeah. the ghost, the Candyman, probably would not have come after her. Yeah, because even if she hadn't really believed it in the first yeah. place, she then told Jake, who who was the kid who helped her. Oh, he's not no, real. He's not real. Because yeah. Jake really believed in the candy yeah, man. He right. was like, and I that's... can't say anything to ba- about it because he'll get me. And she's like, no, he's not real. And this is where it gets into what, what we were talking about in the first segment, with a strong motivation for your horror protagonist. You know, like, what is the thing that crosses the line that makes them start killing people? For Candyman, it is that people might not believe in him anymore. And yeah, yeah. that is all he has left. That's all, all, that's all that ties him to, tethers him to existence is this myth, this legend. And if, you, if some fancy white lady goes around telling people, oh, he's just a stupid old ghost story, he's not real. College. And were to write a whole thesis on it and, you and know. Possibly get it turned into a book. Yeah, presumably then, yeah. people would read They're this. Be published in the paper. Yeah. So, Seb, did you think that at any point, like, she was doing the murders? Because that would kind of like, talking about the psychological stuff, that's kind of the mis, like, yeah. the, they were kind of misdirecting to that or kind yeah, of gesturing I w- I towards it. I was starting to try to get into that because, like, there, there's a point, like, the first one where you think she murdered somebody is she. So she's in the parking garage, and her friend has just given her a bunch of um, slides that have just been developed of her photos, Mm -hmm. um, which I didn't think they still did in 1992. I thought prints were pretty high quality, but I guess if you want to show them to a class, you do want them on on slides. Anyway, um, so she's looking at the slide. She's holding them up to, you know, the sun, and then she hears this voice. Helen. Helen. (laughs) Helen. Yeah. um, Be my victim. Become a candy man. Yeah. (laughs) 
Um, so the Candyman is Purchase in the garage. Marvel's Spider-Man 2. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know how PS5. This is the first time you see him uh-huh. in... All his glory, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah, okay. Great shot, too, where he's framed against the empty parking garage. Yeah, you can't really got, see him because he's got the, the, coat, the great silhouette of the coat. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah, wicked tall guy in a long coat that I think would usually go down to the floor, but on him, it only goes to like his shins. Yeah. So Tony it just Todd makes him look even taller. He's six foot five, worrying yeah. about the wrong hook. Parentheses, hookshot joke, revise this. <laughs> I thought you were reading Google, so yeah, that's why I was what? confused. That's the first result. Um, An unfinished result? That's a bit? That is what they look like now because of Google's AI it stuff. Sucks so bad. Uh, but anyway, so, so he's talking to her, and she like blacks out. Like Something fucking happens to her like while he's talking, and it, it makes her black out, and then she wakes up in the bathroom of a woman she had talked to in the projects. Um, her name, what was her name? Um, oh, I couldn't tell you that. I want to say it was like Annette, but I could be wrong. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's go with Annette. Yeah. Anyway, she's the mother of a small small baby, like a zero-year-old, and a dog. Um, like Not a anymore. Um, Anne-Marie. Anne-Marie. Um, almost, Lady like Anne. Um, so she, she finds herself in Anne-Marie's bathroom covered in blood. She's actually not hurt. And you, she wakes up and finds um, Anne Marie. Yeah, dog's head cut off. Anne Marie is crying because her baby is gone. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, she's kind of. It looks like she fucking killed the baby yeah. and the dog. Um, being psychologically framed or being uh, framed for murder by a ghost, mm. uh, as we've come to find yeah, out. Yeah, it's hard to. Yeah. It's in the moment. Yourself. It's really surprising and yeah. yeah, I was really thrown off at that moment. I think that Phoenix Wright could solve this case. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> anyone else might have some trouble. Holy! Um, yeah. So, tough. like later on on the they news, bring they bring a say, mirror like, onto the stand um, and call him up. Hey, Yo. uh, later, later <laughs> oh, on. Sorry, the, you're still the describing new... the hey, whole plot of the movie again. Hold on, I'm trying to get into why I I thought that she might have done the murders. Um, later on on the on the news, uh, they say maybe the baby was abducted because there was no body. Um, and then you're like, oh, she said she wanted a baby earlier on. So maybe she abducted the baby. Maybe she did this because she found, oh, baby, um, I want baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it, and then she later um, kills or is framed for killing her friend Bernadette. And like there, there's no sign of, of the Candyman, and then she gets put into the psych ward and gets drugged for a month. A month, yeah. Um, and then the uh, the psychologist shows her the film of her like the night that she got um, um, what do you call that committed? Yeah. And uh, she's like, like you had seen the scene, and the Candyman was there, right, floating over her bed, and he's not there. He's not there. He's not under the bed. He's not over the bed in the camera footage and, and you're like maybe she did actually do it maybe she did just get so far into it that he's not actually real um but later on it's pretty clear that he is real because everybody else in the projects is is like oh he's fucking real we we actually built this bonfire also, to to, yeah. to burn him also uh, in the scene right after that is the first time we actually see Candyman do the killing himself mm-hmm. it's been implied yeah, in the two previous psych- ones psychologist yep and it's yeah. what a kill it is oh, oh yeah. my god he awesome. does exactly what he said he would yep, yep. yep. Um, and then he like jumps backwards through a window with yeah. the goofiest <laughs> shit I've Batman ever seen. Oh, it's the awesome. You can almost see like you can't see the strings, but you can tell they're there. Yeah. Like yeah. He's pulling. That out. really reminded me of the um, the scene from The Dark Knight where he gets cable. He gets pulled yeah, by the, the where he gets pulled and <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
man. Yeah, yeah, I bet that was the most pain in the ass thing to film, but it looks so cool. Yeah. Because, because you can tell it's practical, which means it looks a little janky, but it looks yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah, there wasn't really too much in this movie that was like, like ev- obviously everything was practical, mm-hmm. um, but there wasn't anything too bad in it. Like, even though he, like, was pulled backwards through a window, like, it was fine to me. Like, most of it was pretty good. Okay. Yeah, Candyman's yeah. powers um, don't lend themselves to... You don't need CGI for them. No. Like, he just no, appears not, behind you. Like, hellfire or whatever. Like, every time Freddy yeah. appears, you, like, spit out your drink and you go, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Doom sprite shows yeah. up on the screen. Pack a demon comes out. Yeah, exactly. That was really So, uh... Yeah, so like there was a while where it's like, oh, did she actually? I think I think the um, I could tell that the movie was trying to misdirect me that he didn't exist. Yeah. Um, but I did for a moment. I was like, ooh, what if it's like a perfect blue situation, and that's what yeah. um, Nick was trying to go for, mm-hmm. like where you you're not sure who you are or not. Um, but like I I really liked that psychological aspect of the movie like a lot. Um, and then I was a little bit um iffy about and again this is why i would like george on the podcast so that we can get his viewpoint of it um it's kind of like they took the white savior trope and flipped it around a little bit in a we in a way that i thought was kind of different like unique um yeah i was really into that too yeah where like she's definitely like she makes everything no. worse. Yeah, she, she made everything worse. <laughs> yep. She summoned the candy man. Got several people killed. Uh, got several people killed. Got a baby adopted, abducted. Um, got a dog killed. Um, her husband left her for like this. Like, yeah, that was going to happen. He was going to anyway. do that. It was going to happen anyway, yeah. but like just like solidified it faster. That's definitely part of his curriculum. Is by fixing the problem that she solved. <laughs> yeah. Or by solving the problem that she caused yeah. by uh, returning the baby. And, and in that, she has to sacrifice herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then at the the very end shot is in the room where she had kind of like become like abandoned the flesh with yeah. the Candyman, where he put bees in her, um, and like there's a new painting there, and it's her, and she's in like fire, and mm, yep. you know it's it's a very like um, like Christian ideology or Christian imagery type of thing, mm. like a, a very saint like image of her. Um, though it's got like a uh, like a hook slash down it, um, and it's like I think it's the movie is self aware of the um, white savior thing. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of playing on. Um, I mean, heart, like there there had been like real white savior like media out for a long time, so people were aware that this was a thing. Last Samurai to, was still a couple years on. off, I think. Huh? <laughs> oh, um, but uh. Yeah, like I, I liked that it turned that on its head. Like she was the one who messed stuff up. Um, she was, yeah, kind of getting into this when yeah. doesn't really have a plan, making everything worse. Yeah. Yeah. So um, is she like a vengeful spirit at the end, or is she evil like Candyman is? Um, like she only venged on her right. husband. Yeah. So I think it's fine. <laughs> I think she's. But fine. I think because she's she's brought into the same kind of existence as Candyman. Mm. I think that she probably would have to resort to, yeah, causing killing to killings to, so that she could continue to exist. Well, it's just like him. Yeah, yeah. but I maybe mean, that, the... that assumes she wants to continue existing yeah, in her that's, current state. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, but I think the I think his whole idea of wanting to bring her into his existence is like, a, uh, it's it's interesting because it seems like it's a bad deal, 
Uh, yeah. I can't I, as Candyman. I would not want to subject someone else to that. Well, so Candyman. But he's soft- trying to soft pitch it. He's trying to be like, it's good. It's to almost be- like he w- wants to kill her to keep himself alive, and then accidentally. Turns her I, into a legend I, I, too. I think it was part of his. I think he wanted to make her immortal in the same way that she is. Yeah, I, he I wanted, think ideally she would have become part of his legend. Yeah, yeah. You know, instead of becoming her own force. Yeah, that's what I that's saw, true. and okay. also yeah. that he he kind of wanted. Um, I don't remember what they said his like original lover's name was. Um, but he oh, yeah, wanted her basically these, to be with him. <laughs> yeah, and took Helen and was like, oh, white woman. Who looks like my white woman that the, I fell in love with? Yeah, there's some, definitely some romantic, maybe a romantic angle to it. Yeah, yeah as I mean, we said, there's a lot going yeah. on in this movie. Especially with the imagery a lot of, different of when threads. he was putting bees in her and like using his hook to lift up her skirt. And yeah, shit. he like kisses her neck in this movie. Oh, too. yeah. yeah that, was, <laughs> that was a whole uncomfortable scene, but it was like um, the uncomfortable scenes are played very purposely. It's not, it's oh, yeah. not for like, you're oh, not, you're wow. Not, it's not, not meant to be horny over it. Yeah. Yeah, it's not voyeuristic. <laughs> Like, they had the scene where um, she was undressing, like, after she... Um, There's a great set story about that. I'll, I'll wait. I'll yeah. Wait you after, after she was framed for um, the baby and the dog... Um, there's a scene where she's undressing in front of a police officer who's, you know, like gathering evidence and stuff like that. Like, what do you have? Like, undress. They all think that she did it because it obviously looks like she did it. Yeah. And they're treating her oh, yeah. like a criminal as yeah. opposed to when she went there earlier and they were treating her like a victim. Yeah, because she was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she she's like having to undress to make sure, you know, you, she doesn't have anything under her. She doesn't have any, like, weapons. She doesn't have any evidence on her. Um, so, like... That could have been played voyeuristically, but it was not. It was played like a humiliation thing. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't played like, oh, the the woman. And it was a woman cop too. It's like strip for um, me, honey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the the cop the the cop was just like very like blasé about it. Like, all right, lift your right breast, lift yeah. your left breast. <laughs> um, and it, it was humiliating, and there there was no voyeurism about it. And yeah. that's a kind of like considering this came out in 1992. This had extreme potential for for being like very voyeuristic and and very sexualized, and it was not. And I appreciate this movie for that. Um, and uh, I I'm not gonna speak to anything about the projects because I don't know um, how anyone there might think about it. Like I I feel like they did humanize the people there, um, and they didn't play Helen as like. Oh, she's a white savior saving all these black people. Oh, it was she fucked it up. She <laughs> fucked it up, and then like her, like her, her saving grace was to save the baby and not the project. Yeah, and she wasn't even um, going there to save them. She was going there to like just kind of re unearth. She she past kind of was just using using that to further her own right. career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was definitely like she didn't pay them for the stories or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Even if she had, I mean, like, it's definitely digging up old traumas, digging up old problems, and yeah. just kind of bringing them... Yeah, she's going there to get what she wants, and mm-hmm. not, not out of some with, sort of... With the yeah. effects of what, yeah, that, what that could cause. She was absolutely ignoring her black friend, who, while being much lighter than the people who live there, probably still had some kind of knowledge was... Of, Poor Bernice. You know, yeah, uh, Bernadette. They, should, they call her Bernice in the movie Bernie. a bunch of times. It's Bernadette. Oh, wow. I think. think her name is Bernadette, but I think they call her Bernie. Yeah. So you liked the film set? I like the film a lot, I think. Um 
I don't think it's like one of my favorite things. It's not going to be like a tradition for me, but I, I really appreciated this movie as a slasher that goes a little bit more thoughtful about it. Um, it's not just about people getting killed. It's not about the kills, mm-hmm. you know. Well, there are some really good ones. There's some good there's kills, some great but there, ones, yeah. there's only four kills total. Well, there's like three kills total. Well, if you count the dog, it's four kills total. They they but, com- they imply oh, five. almost okay. all of them, but man, the the people who get got on screen are like fucking annihilated. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they deliver on that for sure. Oh yeah, Trevor did fucking deserve that shit. Yeah, fuck Trevor. <laughs> Um, yeah, I appreciated it. Thank, thanks for bringing me up, Nick. Yeah, no wow. problem. Yeah. Huge. Uh, Alex, what's the buzz with Candyman? You're the one who oh, was the, nice. you're the one who fucking really the Candyman head first this. this. Um, yeah, so this is a good good coincidence. Uh, we, I hope this made the edit, but uh, we've talked a lot at the top of the show about um, do watching a movie because a podcast is about to cover it. Mm-hmm. But um, the Action Boys also just covered Candyman. So I watched it a, about a week early so that I could listen to that. Um, and I just wanted to anyway, because I was in the, you know, it's October. I wanted to watch this. Um, so since I had the extra time, I jumped into both of the sequels and just today watched the 2021 reboot. Um, and uh, I kind of did this for Exorcist, too, just because I was interested in all the dumb lore bullshit. And yeah, they, you they, got some, those are two good franchises under your belt, Exorcist and <laughs> Candyman. Those yeah, are good, good yeah. picks. It was a fun, uh, both of those were fun dives because there's a lot of weird, like the first movies are like great and then they keep going with explaining things and like <laughs> doing the same kinds of things again to evoke the previous movie that you liked more. Um, but I'll, I'll mostly keep it to the first movie because that's what we're here to talk about. But um, I I was super into it. I I chimed in a little bit. I got really into the the uh, like is this is any of this real? Is she really doing these killings herself? Maybe uh, is she like possessed by the Candyman? Like because the first two kills they really don't they let you sit with that for mm-hmm. a while. Um, and I I thought that that was super neat. Uh, I like the um, one of the staples, one of the things that they bring forward for the sequels, but that they did the best in this one, is that um, the, like, derelict department is, like, the Candyman's realm. Like, yeah. he's got his, like, they have a bunch of, like, um, graffiti art all over this movie, but, like, the huge open mouth through the hole in the wall is such a cool image, and, like, all of the cool, uh, like, street art and all that stuff, and then juxtaposing that with his, like, actual paintings from when he was alive or presumably um uh, they can't have been from when he was alive because the building wouldn't have existed but they're definitely in the style yeah the second movie does weird stuff with the actual paintings that he painted like he has a connection to them (laughs) um but that's stupid uh (laughs) (laughs) um but it's 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 cool like we we talked about this guy oh thank you we talked about the Candyman having a lot of different things going on, and we touched on it a little bit, but him as a painter is so interesting, and I love the, the way that they bring that forward through, like, all the graffiti art, too. Like, uh, presumably it's not him who's doing any of that, but it's people that right. are inspired by him or, mm-hmm. or... By his legend. Yeah. Yeah. Continuing on the story, but... Sweets to the sweet. Yeah, and he says, like, oh, I'm the writing on the wall, and it's, mm-hmm. it's just cool to bring all that forward. I love... 
the big sweets to the sweet, like literally in front of the woman's door that uh, she goes to talk mm-hmm. to in the movie. Um, it's a weird lot. Sweets to the sweet is a weird line. Also something they say in all of these movies. Doesn't make any sense. I have no idea what the meaning <laughs> of it is. is. not directly connected to candy. He doesn't nope. give candy to people. Now that's <laughs> something that's more from the original Clive Barker short story. Sweets where... to the sweet does sound like a London thing. Of like, oh, yeah. if you're nice, you get a candy. Yeah, yeah. you're good. Yeah. yeah. The candy man himself does not really show up much in that original short story, but he's also described to be like a like a freakish yellow man, like... Like a like a sugary treat, like a lemon head, not like a racist color. caricature. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> um, but yeah, no. There, so we we touched on it. We've talked about it a lot already. But um, I like that he's got so many weird, strange vestigial stuff. I love I love the art. I think that that's so cool. Um, and each of these movies has their own, like, Candyman den where they have the thing. You know, they do something with the big uh, guy with his mouth open and you enter through the mouth. Do they keep the amazing Philip Glass score or do they come up with new, worse music? They have cheaper, worse music. <laughs> Let's see. Less budget. <laughs> sequel. Uh, no. Well, well, sometimes with something like that, they just reuse the iconic music. Oh, yeah, that's Like true. in the two Exorcist movies that come after yeah. the Exorcist, they just reuse tubular bells again. Yeah, the, that initial shot of the highway in Chicago was so good. It really did, like, the, the soundtrack on that was really good. Like, I knew it was going to actually be a good movie from that. Because <laughs> I hadn't been sure, like, whether it was just, like, a cheesy slasher film at first, which doesn't mean it's bad, but it just means that it's not my thing. Um, but then yeah, I, I was... heard that score, and I was like, oh, it reminds me of The Shining. This is probably going to be good. Are you, uh, do you guys know anything about Philip Glass? No. No. Um, he did a couple of other uh, music scores. He's famous for a few of them. This one is kind of like a weird outlier in his uh, uh, repertoire. You almost get the, the the kind of idea, at least from the interviews that I was uh, reading and watching stuff, that he didn't really know what he was signing on for when he made this. That's he's funny. Like, he's like, oh, it's kind of like a like a tragic ghost story. I like, got it. Like, I, I got it. And then he, yeah. he, he went to watch the movie in the theater, and apparently he was like, really sickened by it because a bunch of teenagers cheering every time someone died in a <laughs> yeah. bloody mess. And then he, they said that he hated the movie until the first check arrived for his uh, royalties. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, but I like the, um, I like all the things he has going on. I like the, uh, pretty much all of these movies um, stick with the idea of someone being like, Oh, the Candyman story? That's not real. Let me prove it. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, it's funny to be watching a movie like this and have them be like, I'm going to do it and nothing's going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's almost like a copyrightable version of Bloody Mary. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, it's definitely a Bloody Mary thing. And I, I'm, I'm so into that because it's the fakest ever sounding uh, one of those like playground myths. Yeah, did you know that if you play Can You Feel the Sunshine um, backwards after midnight in, their, in your bathroom, Tails doll will show up? Why does Sonicar come up on the show every week? <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what, is it, what is it about this it's show? Our, it's our cultural Son- touch, though. I'm glad you know what Seb was talking about. <laughs> yeah, it's not so good. But, like, all, that stuff rules. I, I, I'm into the, like, mirror Bloody Mary stuff a lot, actually. Like, I think that that might be one of my favorite aspects of this movie. I think it's... Um, we, we talked about the, like... Uh, like urban legend kind of stuff and like like play playground stories and uh tales that you tell but i i like that the idea that the candy man can only exist because people are still talking about him and like oh what's the best way to get uh like word of mouth it's like oh you have a a weird ritual that you do and then 
you know, he can come and kill you. Uh, it's it's super good. I'm uh, I had a lot of fun with these movies, mostly because like I don't I don't think any of them are super elegant, but I really like I like all the detail. I like the things that they gesture at. The kinds. What do you think of, of that blood coming through the ceiling on that first kill? Oh, we love the, it. The horny teenager drinking a beer downstairs. Yeah. Ted Raimi. Yeah, I know. That's so <laughs> Sam funny. Raimi's brother. Not a teenager. No, <laughs> yeah. It's a really weird casting. Yeah, all, I think all the kills are really well done. I, I like a lot of the uh, the stuff that they do with, uh, like, whenever he shows up, it's super sudden and menacing and exciting. Um, we've said he's, like, such an imposing figure. It's really great. Um, like, just... You can do a ton with the hook hand. I love everything he does with the hook hand. A lot of imposing horror big men, they have them stay silent because that's more imposing. But you would never, ever want Tony Todd to keep his mouth shut because his voice is so fucking good. Yeah. yeah. I, a lot of the stuff he says we've been like making fun of, but it, like, it works in the movie even if it doesn't really mean a lot to what anything <laughs> like what is blood for if not for shedding I, I like it's cool to say that but um what good is all that blood inside you he's like yeah. the soul caliber announcer yeah like, it sounds cool but i don't really know what he means eternally retold a wizard man yeah. fighting a skeleton and like i i like how it resolves in the movie but for most of the movie i didn't really know what he meant when he said be my victim like i didn't really get it but like now it's like uh, it was like oh that's how he's able to perpetuate himself by doing that um it's it's cool i think it's got all the hallmarks hallmarks of a good hallmarks of a halloween movie <laughs> yeah it's got all the good stuff you would want in a killer in a slasher movie and it's like it's more than the sum of its parts i think yeah but yeah uh, so, Cam, I want to know what you thought of Candyman. Yeah, I don't know why I avoided this one for so long. I think it just, uh, I don't know. I it just hadn't really, out. yeah, I, like, knew of it as, like, another slasher movie and, like, maybe one of the good ones. But then I just never knew anyone who had seen it and, like, no one personally recommended it to me. So I guess that's why I never just got around to it and watched it on my own. The name of it makes it sound like a meme. Yeah, it sounds like it should be a flop. Like, the they tried to do man. this, well, and it, it didn't work. Apparently, it didn't do too well in the um, theaters, but it yeah. did become a cult classic. I'm not sure. I haven't looked into why. No, like, it did, what it was did it all right. It was like, it did fine. Like, it's not, it did become like a mega hit, like... Uh, yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm but saying. The, but the thing is, horror movies aren't don't need to make a ton of money to make money. Yeah, that never really sways my watching choice i never like look up the box office and well, see if that's what right. i mean you know us saying that it wasn't any circumstances so successful, it doesn't it doesn't like when something makes a shitload of money people revisit it all the time because more people saw it where they have these memories of it yeah they go back to it or somebody tries to make you remember it so that they can continue to make money out the same thing that they own yeah back in 2021 i was definitely like oh i gotta watch the original so i can check out the new one and then it just you know didn't didn't end up getting to it, so I'm glad I finally had the excuse this year. I think I probably it was again on my list to watch this year, and I may have not even gotten to it again. But um, yeah, right from the get go, I was like, oh, this is gonna be a good movie. It's <laughs> like I was really in like a movie rut. Like I had a lot of free time lately, and I was just watching a ton of movies, but I kept falling asleep during them or like finding them not that interesting. Waking up covered in Rottweiler. Yeah, <laughs> kill the dog or something. And I was like, that movie wasn't very good. 
um, but this snapped me out of it. Like this was like, oh, this one really I connected with and really enjoyed. Like I love the the main actress. It was really fun following around. Um, her reporter friend, the the professor whose actor's name is Xander, is really good. It's really fun to watch. Total scumbag. Um, the child actor, the kid that's she's trying to convince that Candyman's not real, is excellent. Like you yeah. don't come across oh, yeah, a good. In another movie, and it was like cut out. So as part of the deal, they gave him a, an extension. Oh wow, he's great in it. They'd yeah. be a great person. I wonder if they. Do you think they stunt cast him in the new one and all or something? I had thought. I wonder if they pull him in. I have to look it up because there is a character in the new one that I thought maybe was the kid, but I don't think it was. I think it was just an unrelated. Yeah, because sometimes those child who actors. the events of the first movie? Like aren't actors anymore but they bring him in for like a quick line like danny lloyd is in dr sleep like right, just yeah. if with one line but um uh yeah i really like the chicago setting i think that i've gotten a lot of my my thoughts out on it but like there is just too many things to the point where it's like i don't know what the candy man really wants or what he's doing but all of those things work with the urban legend thing of like, oh, did you hear that he used to be a, a painter yeah, and then they that, cut his hand off? That's it's a like, good point. Oh, I heard they covered him in bees. And it's like, what? Why? It does feel like a Katamari of stuff that people have added on. Yeah. Retelling. That's how I was kind of taking yeah. it. And it's like, yeah, why would point. they like cut that. off his hand and then cover him in bees? And he was a painter. And, and then they gave him the hook. And then he why the does he later? appear if you say it in the mirror? Because he wants to kill, but why does he want to do it? And it's like to yeah. keep himself alive. It's like, but was he evil before that? Why is he evil now? And what does he want with someone else? Because she looked like it's just, there's a lot of stuff going on, but I, I think I all like of it's fun. That, um, like, he has all those things because of the existence through belief thing. Yeah. Like, maybe he wasn't even a real person to begin with. Mm. But, of course, Daniel Robitaille was a real guy. <laughs> Excuse me? What's his name? Daniel Robitaille, I believe. <laughs> all right. Anyway. I didn't wait so long for like that to come That's the aristocrat name. Oh, and, and they do something even wilder with it in the reboot, but I won't get into it. Can't wait. Maybe I'll check that out. I might even watch that tonight. It's ambiguous whether he was really a real guy or not, and all the other stuff has been tacked on, like, just through retellings. Yeah. He only exists because people... I think it's good to... I think the the complicated nature of it uh, does make it harder to parse in this movie, but is thematic in a way that's interesting. Yeah, his outfit is awesome. The mm-hmm. the opera jacket or coat looks so fucking cool. And to have him be that tall and have a big hook coming out of it, like that's a home run Halloween costume, but you have to buy a $1,500 coat. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just like, it's not going to happen. But um, go to Goodwill and buy someone. Have one of those on one of those albums, <laughs> one of those yeah. album covers. Probably. Yeah, this fucking giant ass coat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is different. It's like a puffer coat. Uh, oh, all right. Yeah, that was a good good meme for a while. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm ready to go, guys. You're like, oh, where's your fit? And then then it would be George in the big (laughs) coat afterwards. Good Good meme. Um, But, uh, yeah, Tony Todd's great. I wish I could remember the name of the actress, uh, the main character right now, because I really liked her in this. She's awesome. Such a cool haircut and outfits and everything. Her her haircut gets increasingly more fucked up during... Virginia Madison, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, she's excellent. Um, uh, her main credit before this movie was another PDL TTYL DOI favorite of David Lynch's Dune. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. She's like yes. the gross little guy flying around. <laughs> she's the worm. Who is she? Virginia Madsen is uh, Princess Irulan. And so she's the one. Oh, so she's they the have the camera directly. Oh, yeah, right yeah, 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 yeah. She's talking right into the camera. Yep, very fun. Oh, Obi Wan, uh, I, I need your help. To yep, yep, yep. The Butlerian Jihad. <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was really fun. I I wonder if there's anything I didn't chime in with earlier. I'm I'm trying to recall anything. I like the the husband being a total bastard uh-huh. B story. Like when she gets arrested for the dog killing and everything, mm-hmm. she calls him at three in the morning and he's not there like yep. nobody answers he's not he's like, home. no i was sound asleep yeah oh, i was sleeping when you're screaming through one of those 90s uh answering machines yeah. i i love the scene when she like breaks out of the institution and comes home yeah and like, oh yeah. Painting a yeah. Pink. yeah they're painting the hideous pink and then they both so much want to call the police yeah <laughs> she's like go ahead do it yeah i wish she came a little more across as like they think that she's gonna murder them i think they kind oh, of the, the girlfriend definitely did but trevor was just like man i can't believe this yeah yeah he's, he's like, like bummed out about it yeah. <laughs> he's like ah, yeah like the, the girlfriend's crying because it's like, so, it's just so embarrassing what he's caught in now he's yeah. got like this 22 year old girlfriend painting his apartment time, pink I'm <laughs> in, not defending this uh dipshit cheating with a uh you know probably a 20 year old or whatever yeah but, uh it at the same time she is like supernaturally framed for murder in a way that like even the person who believes in you the most in the whole world that they found you like covered in all that blood baby's gone yeah, dead, uh, yeah. Dog head. and then it happens again yeah who is still going to be on your side yeah. after that totally yeah. nobody like, is going to be on great. your side after like, that. Like, even, even if you you know in the movie like she didn't do it like yeah. you're, you know this isn't going to be a happy ending movie mm-hmm. I, uh, I totally forgot to touch on this so i'm glad it came up but um i think it is it's a funny bit of uh, the Candyman's whole thing that he will frame you for murder. Like it is, it, having watched the sequels, it is stinker, a thing yeah. that he does. Like it's not like this is just the plot of this movie that it's like a misunderstanding. It's like mm-hmm. he will frame you for murder by killing people that, uh, when you who, who you are alone with, who you could not possibly prove you didn't kill. Yeah, it's a great. It you don't feeds even have to so be there. It scarier could be like to me than any slasher I, villain I can think of. The yeah. idea that the, the supernatural framing of murder is using our world's own cruelty against you. Against I you. was getting into it by the third one. I'm like, anytime that our main character is alone with one other person, <laughs> the Candyman's going to come out and kill them and they're going to be surprised about it. Yeah. It's like, I mean, now I know having seen three of these, yeah. but like. Get to a crowded place. Yeah, maybe? hang out with people. It's over with or a lot of surveillance. Um, they do a second in in, in the second one. Psychosis. In the second one, the the main character's brother is also like hiding from the Candyman. Like he's the one who brings her into it, which is interesting. But he's in police custody, and they do have a kill in the interrogation room, and where it like, couldn't have been anyone else. And well, the the cop dies, but. Then the like secondary cop like watches the footage and sees that he couldn't have done it, which yeah. is cool. So then, what does the tertiary cop do? <laughs> you'll have to watch the movie to find out. Yeah, it's on the flex. It's, it's, it's interesting. It's the only time where one of those 
like murder misunderstandings ends up being like, oh, we had a camera in the room. You could not have killed that guy. Yeah, that's so it was, satisfying. It was an inter- interesting happens. take. Mm-hmm. It was cool. that's how, like, she was sitting in the psychologist's room and the candy man shows up and I'm just like, how could this possibly work out like that oh, nobody yeah. sees it. And, and that it was, was absolutely like, my favorite scene yeah. in the movies because she's like strapped into a chair with the doctor there. The doctor's like, you've been here a month. Mm-hmm. And then the doctor's like, we're working. We're trying to yeah, find I'm out what happened. Side. Yeah. Like, I like that he's like, uh, we're, we're working for your defense. Yeah, like, we're not locking you away you. and throwing away the key. We're yeah. trying to figure this out. And then... She looks in a mirror in his office and says, like, she's like, oh, I'll bring him here right now. And you'll see that I'm not, like, lying to you. And then she says in the mirror, nothing happens. And he's like, okay, can we move on? And then he just gets split down the middle. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, Wah! Yeah, that, that was the peak of, like, oh, she is crazy and the Candyman doesn't really exist. And then yeah. Candyman yeah. shows up and, and then he's like, oh, no, he does yeah. exist. Yeah, a less fun movie would have had him just not show up and yeah. he would just be fucking with her. But he's yeah. like, no, nah, I'll take this one for sure. Yeah, yeah. give me yeah. one more. <laughs> and then he flies out the window to really put yeah. a button yeah. on yeah. it. Yeah. And, works. and he opens up her restraints, too. Yeah, yeah he lets really her good. out. So it's like if she stays there, she's absolutely framed. Yeah, oh, so good. It's it all perfect. works in his favor because if she doesn't have anyone else to turn to, then then all of a sudden the idea of killing herself to become immortal is might sound a little more appealing. If you don't have any attachments to this earthly world, mm. which he is severing by either killing Literally. them or turning them against her, <laughs> yeah, severing. You got nothing left. You might as well take my offer. It's starting not to sound starting to sound so bad, huh? Yeah, it doesn't sound so bad, huh? How about, how about that? Yeah, that was definitely my favorite part. It was. Uh, Great, great pick overall. Nice hour 40, maybe? Yeah, hour these, and a half? All these movies are like 90 minutes. None, none of them are like even wow. close to two hours. It's great. Oh, I want to for sure watch that sequel and reboot. Yeah. yeah. Be, before you finish up, Cam, yeah. what, does everything, what does everybody else uh, think about the color scheme? Of the oh, apartment. Of oh, the, the apartment? Yeah. With the pink one? Yeah, she hates the color scheme. What do you guys think? Uh, I think that that... I love pink. My nails are pink right now. Yeah. I think that that pink looks hideous on the Yeah, floor. living oh, in yeah. a pink house is that not much fun. Pink, like, yeah. the bathroom looked pretty good, but everything else awful. And then yeah, what think... the fuck was the phone she replaced everything with? It was, like, glowing. <laughs> yeah. I don't I, I, yeah, I think it's it's intentionally really bad as like a but also for the movie when she's moving in like when she's showing bernadette around her place the first time her apartment is insane like she has that weird like Mm -hmm. do you see where her plants are stored in like a cutout in her wall and then there's like fluorescent lights above like grow lights above them or her it's crazy town um, her bookcases are like really cool looking yeah so she has like a pretty wild apartment in the first place like i could go frame by frame through that place and be like okay what is this and what is this and (laughs) But it's cool looking, and yeah. it's um, at least it's not like a like a fucking warehouse, like in um, oh god, what the fuck, uh, uh, Red Shoe Diaries. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't, I was not sure at all what you could possibly be referencing, but now, <laughs> all right, now, now, I just yeah. watched the movie Basketball After Park. Hours too, and he yeah. goes down to Soho and he goes in this this girl's apartment. He's like, this is fucking gigantic. Yeah. Like, he I calls out how giant. I'd love to talk to you about that because that was one of the movies I bounced off of and it was in my movie rut week. It seems made perfectly for me and I just couldn't get into it. I watched it twice in one week. It, um, but anyway, um, yeah, Candyman, good. I, I don't think i'll be watching the sequels but i yeah, I, I don't without super think an excuse. the sequels are worth it i i enjoyed them but 
we we said they're all short, so why it's like it, why is every movie you watch got to be good? That's what yeah. I would like. To oh, say. Yeah. if if a podcast covers it, I will watch oh, them. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> I think I think the one hundred percent. I'm very interested. Out, I think if you like this, it's not. Um, it takes maybe a bigger swing with the like racial element in a way that I think is good. Yeah, that I want. Um, I want to see it with better effects and more like punchy like color like i like that modern some modern horror re redos or remasters or whatever yeah there's some cool stuff that they can do with effects with the candy man that aren't super necessary but did well yeah so i'm interested in checking out that one i think even jordan peele put his name on it somewhere yeah he was executive producer i think he might have had a script writing credit too i don't know yeah so yeah i'm done i can't i don't know how involved i'm interested i I probably will eventually watch it when some podcast i like covers all of them so (laughs) yeah great great pick i'm glad to finally know the legend of the Candyman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've got a couple of notes. We pretty, covered pretty much everything I wanted to talk about. Um, and I'm really happy to uh, that it, you guys all had such a good time with the movie. I brought up the last score. I brought up how huge and gigantic Tony Todd is, how amazing his voice sounds. It's like just incredible. Sometimes you just meet a guy with a voice where you're like, oh, God, you got to do everything, man. <laughs> like the guy who discovered H. John Benjamin has got to be like, oh, yeah, I God, knew yeah. from this moment. i <laughs> You know, I'm going to be eating out on that forever. You, you know, you're dining, dining out on that yeah. forever. Eating but, um, out ain't John Benjamin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, anyway. Uh, Watch the thing. No, uh, I did have a thought, like, there, a lot of times when somebody makes a movie like this, they get to continue making movies because of the success or the memory of this one. Yeah, Bernard you Rose did not man. really get that. Hmm. And honestly, none of the the breakouts in this movie, like Tony Todd gets to do a bunch of stuff because of this, but even he didn't like rise to the level of a Robert Englander or whatever. People who know him know him. He gets to do all of these. He gets to do all the Final Destinations. He's in every Final Destination. Yeah. And That's a does, great franchise for him to jump over. He does a... He's pretty good in them. He does a ton the rest of, the movie, of however. voice work. <laughs> uh, but... He doesn't, like, ever tr- become, like, truly, truly famous, you know, in the way that some of the horror icon guys did. But I suppose it's better than uh, Kurt Sutter. Who was the guy who did, who was Jason for years and years, Kurt Sutter or something Dick like that? Dick Warlock was uh, was um, Michael Myers in the later movies. Yeah. But, like, you don't get anything for that because your entire body and face is Yeah, you compl- and you yeah. don't talk. <laughs> yeah, it could be literally any big guy. So, but the big guys who do it well do it better than the jobbers in the later oh, yeah, movies. yeah, for sure. So. People will still hire you, but you don't get to enjoy any of the recognition that usually comes with that sort of thing. Tony Todd, well, yeah, everything it's, that it's makes... Ev- it's everyone in Star Wars versus uh, the guy who had to be C-3PO. It's yeah. Like- yeah <laughs> I, I think that's the best of both worlds where like you get the big check and everybody knows their name, Yeah. but they don't know what you look like, so you can still go outside. Is he in See, the reboot? You look at it a little bit. Tony Todd? Tony Todd um, is in the reboot. Yes. But not not, a, not as the yeah. Candyman? In what capacity, I have no idea. Yeah, not, not that much. Okay. Um, well, I mean, he is, he is uh, getting up there. Uh, same. But like one, the, one of the things I was trying to bring up is that Candyman does have a lot of iconic things about him, but his face is still Tony Todd's face. Yeah. His voice is still Tony Todd's voice. You get to be the icon without having to yeah. you know do as much of this all you have to do is get sung a few hundred times mm. oh uh, the other um real quick uh the actual the imposter like killer uh-huh. and like how she's talking about how you can crawl through the window into yeah. someone else's yep. apartment in that building 
fucking terrifying if someone came through your bathroom window like it's so funny that she uh, i don't know where she like learned of that like she must have just i think it was in a tiktok last year (laughs) there there was one going around where someone opened up their window and or their mirror and you could just get she's like oh yeah i know how he did it you can do this in my apartment too yeah like does it i'm like what yeah i wonder how she figured the story was in the newspaper that she finds oh yeah Uh, that's they they found out that that's how the killer got in and that's what leads her to try it on her own yeah 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 Yeah, talk about scary urban legends i mean and that in the fiction of the the movie actually happened like that's that's terrifying Um, i'm sure it would scare you to know that that's based on a real murder yikes (laughs) (laughs) let's read a website okay Uh, the total sting count came to 27 he made twenty-seven thousand dollars in 1992 yeah having bees on him yeah, that rocks. You could do that. pay me $27,000. Give me some bees. I'll do it. it. To get covered yeah. in bees like that. I'd do it for $27,000. It'd be easy. I wouldn't do it to re- get re-entered into the drag so, competition uh, after I was eliminated. <laughs> I would do it for $27,000. What's her face who was playing Helen is extremely... Al- yeah, she was extremely allergic to bees. <laughs> so they had paramedics on stage. It gets into one of the things that I wanted to talk about. So when I'm watching this fucking Sweets to the Sweet documentary thing for a DVD, DVD special feature, um, I as I am watching this, it is driving me fucking crazy... Every time I hear about some insane stunt, Bernard Rose pulled the director because he's very much one of those guys who's like, no, we're going to go all in on this. And whether that means I want this person to do it method, I want this to look a certain way, even though it's dangerous. Like they build out all the fucking bee things. They have the bee specialist on board to make sure they got the bee guy. The bee guy literally had to make sure they weren't abusing the bees, which is good for them. Um, no bees were harmed. Uh, they're, the, the, the Virginia Madsen's actually like... Uh, to, to get, get the bees, bees to go, go on you, they would like smear a little bit of sticky stuff on you, which is like mm. the, the queen pheromones. Mm-hmm. And then when they, Where can they I get like, some of those? It was, it was <laughs> like you would take a spoonful of bees and they would like flick it on you. And she said that the moment of the bees first touching you is scary, but after they're crawling on you, it's actually like not anything. Like like that part is not scary at all. It doesn't feel like a spider or a bug crawling on you. It feels like you have like a like a little tiny cotton ball on your face or something. Because they're so fuzzy. But also they they were all they were using baby bees for the most part. Yeah, and that's they what this don't says. Sting. They can really. sting, they but can it's sting, not but really they, but they don't because they're not they're less adults likely to have the instincts to yeah, sting. I, I they have so was, much to lose. It was smart yeah. that it was like not vacuum not like hornets or yeah. wasps yeah. in this movie. It is just bees. Yeah, which it's cute. Are better. Well, yeah, but it also works in the urban legend because wasps don't give a shit about honeycomb, which is the yeah. thing that they right. they mm. covered him in to get the bees to sting him to death. Um, you can to get someone to, to get someone stung to death by wasps. All you have to do is put them around enough wasps. You don't have, there's no motivation. Introduce wasps there. into the situation. Wasps. Hey, check this out, hornets. <laughs> a, a guy. Um, yeah. So I was going to say that you probably don't need to do all that to make this movie good. This movie had a lot going for it already. They. In some of the later scenes, they literally hired a hypnotist to fucking hypnotize Virginia Madsen so that she would look like she was in a trance. And I'm like, you don't need to do that. Didn't actors notice. Are, actors are <laughs> yeah. pretty good. You yep. know, if, yeah. Like you can it's trust their them. job to look like you, they're in a trance, can, actually. You can trust them with a lot of stuff. Like the, the scene where uh, 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 Virginia Madsen opens up her medicine cabinet and the fucking hook comes through and Candyman tries to like get her through the mirror. Uh you know, 
not in the script. It was like a, it was a, to get the real reaction. They had uh, him scare her for real by fucking putting the hook through there. And that's, yeah, that's a real right. reaction. It's like, you don't need to do that. You fucking don't need to do that. Like, this movie's really good and there's so much going for it already that you don't need to, uh, like, cover the woman who's deathly allergic to bees in bees to yeah. get the point across. Yeah. You, they do a lot with the bees and I do think the stuff that they do with the bees is effective. But to be honest, you don't need that to make this movie good. And some of it enhances the movie for sure. But uh, hiring a hypnotist and uh, pulling Tony Todd through a real window on wires and stuff like that. No, that enhanced the movie. And it fucking rocked. <laughs> and they, it was cool as shit. That it would have been worse. It would have sucked. Yeah. But no, I, I do agree with you that like this movie definitely seemed. You can you get a sense when you watch this that they committed to this 100 percent in a way that. With this kind of premise, they could have phoned it in. <laughs> yeah, and the part where Tony Todd has the bees coming out of his fake mouth is literally like half a second long and so unnecessary. I will say, terrifying. Yeah. Really? It, I was it, like, it, oh, it they finally the did that. Effect. I like forgot about the bee thing, and then because suddenly they're back. And... scene looks so different from all the other ones because of the specific way they have to shoot it so you don't realize that Tony Todd has two mouths. Uh, like, I was... It was unsettling. Yeah. And also, you know, the idea of somebody who could spit bees at you is scary to me. Not as scary as being supernaturally framed for murder, which is the scariest thing I think of any uh, horror movie. Like the idea that somebody's just like, you know, not it's not just that you die in some horror movie. I think in two, maybe two or three, he does literally say, no one will believe you, which is really yeah, funny. That's great. Excellent. Yeah. It's like, damn, he's just having fun with it at this point. I've been on a real murdered dogs in horror movies Ooh, this this yeah. October. That's I watched tough. Ginger yeah. Snaps, which is like eight dog murders in that movie. It's yeah. crazy. Even while the cats survive, they end up in the mailbox. Mm. It's like, you know, the Twitter that's like, "Can you pet the dog?" Yeah, it's, it's like, like do does the kill? dog get beheaded yeah, do in this movie? There's a website called Do They Kill the Dog? Yeah. Oh, there is. Or it's called Does the Dog Die? Yeah, yeah it does it's like, like a bunch of trigger warnings. For and there's some like really that. funny ones on there. I don't mean to make fun of people who are sensitive to movies, but uh, but like some sensitive of the things on there, it's like, like a, it's like actually a parent's guide where it's like, yeah. does anyone smoke cigarettes in this movie? Yeah. Yeah. Like, and boy, do they in this movie. Yeah. God oh, yeah. damn, they love to smoke. Does anyone say the word sex in the film? bees harmed? I have is that this movie movie uh there is definitely an element of dracula an element of vampirism to his like like uh like kind of hypnosis and be my victim be my thrall become like me yeah yeah she she goes into like a trance bringing you into immortality uh he needs a a candy wife much like uh, dr barber yeah or candy candy yeah yeah and then he does like the fucking Frankenstein bridal carry. Yep. Thing, mm-hmm. uh, where he like takes her deeper into his lair. And I really like that stuff too. Which is like across the room. Now let's, yeah. uh, we are going to blast through our ratings and Ooh. we are going to get the fuck out of here. Wow. Um, so blood, they, they use blood sparingly at first and then, uh, fucking ton of blood. One toilet full of blood. Yeah, yeah toilet full of blood one german shepherd head uh-huh. of blood yep growing yeah, the gullet buckets of blood always have the weirdest measurements like, <laughs> I, I don't have a, a one german shepherd head just use metric what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> uh what do we think 
for his screams. I think this this movie's very existentially scary and not so much literally. Scary. Got me with one, one of the jump scares was good, I think. With the like, Is you know, the really? classic close the medicine cabinet, someone's behind oh, yeah. you thing. I think yeah. one of the three of those they do got me. Yeah, there was one slide. But it didn't... <laughs> I, I have to mention this. I, I posted about it, but in the second movie, in the first like 10 minutes, they do like three, there's a black guy behind you in the mirror things. And I'm like, Are you. I know this is Candyman the movie, but I know that's not that's not Candyman. It's just a different black guy. Yeah, there's um there's a scene in this movie unrelated to how many uh, screams we're doing, but um there's she has, so she's looking through the um, slides she got. She's projecting them. And she's trying to figure out if there's something behind her in one of the slides. So she basically does projector enhance, like by, yeah, that's by like, true. changing the focus. And like it ends up, she ends up making him show up in the slide. I'm like, holy shit! How did you do that? Yeah, yeah. captured him. Yeah, but, yeah, um, pretty good. Yeah, I think there's a couple of good screams in this. Yeah. outside of the existential ones, we're yeah. screaming on the couple inside. Couple screams. Uh, what are we thinking for Halloween theming? How many pumpkins? It's not really connected to Candy at all. with razor blades. That's Halloween. Yes. <laughs> they, they don't actually do that, do they? They it's do. Re- it's real. Yeah. It's okay, referenced. Okay. A plastic jack o' lantern full of candy. It's it's like it's like discolored. It's been out for too many months. Yeah. Like you know, it's just not. It's yeah, it's not bleached. There. The bees yeah. eating a pumpkin that's been yeah, out too long. Yeah, you left it outside, and there's image. a there's yeah, a yeah. They should. Candyman six. And lastly, bats. What are we thinking for bats? No bats. Bees. Twenty-seven bats, and you bees. get a bonus for every time. No bats. Bees. No bats. Bees. How many bees per bat? It's about four. I think he gets twenty-seven bees per bat. Okay, so as many Give me bees five as he bees. has. No, fuck! I was about to do it. <laughs> five bees for a quarter, you used to say. Yeah. Five bees for a bat. So anyway, so yeah, nice. however many bees he has in him, the that dogs when they bark, they have bees in their mouth. Yeah, I'm gonna give one bees one, one fake mouth full of bats. <laughs> Alex, what are we doing next week? Wow, Whoa. Next, bunker? next week we're going underground. Um, we're gonna be playing the most recently released Amnesia game. Um, I am going to. I'm going to learn a lesson from the last video game I suggested for the show. I'm going to say, play two hours. Okay. Oh, what happened um, last time? I, I, I finished this game in four hours, but I know people who have spent like eight or nine on it. So I don't want to say finish the game. But if you're having fun, you can do that. So if Seb's really bad at it, and it takes them a well, little time. I, oh, you don't have to worry I, about Seb. You don't need to worry about it. In, in, in talking no, about this game with people. Yeah, I was just about to say, you're going to have trouble with me booting this off. In talking about this game with people, I've noticed that people take horror games at kind of a different click. But also, it's kind of systems-y. Like, the monster is, like not scripted to come out at you at certain points it's more systems driven so you 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 can have a different experience is this just a guy following you around the whole time uh no okay thank god well (laughs) it's not a guy jesus cripes i'm gonna get one minute into this game um yeah so yeah, yeah give, give this a shot. shot. Just, um, yeah, give, give it amnesia to Amnesia Bunker? What is it called? Yep. Amnesia the Bunker. Great. I think it's just Amnesia colon Bunker. I'm not sure. We have not done any Terrasodes yet, and the way this month is going, I don't know if we will record so, um, any, but I, I would like to. I played, so we talked about playing Change, which is... Yes, uh, I want to do that. I played some of that with Bink over the weekend, and mm-hmm. so I am ready to do that whenever yeah. you want to. 
Yep, I just I've watched no plenty idea. of movies that we could do a quick That's discussion. Right. Yeah, I mean, I watched No out. One Will Save You. Uh, oh yeah, I'm supposed to watch that. Yeah. And uh, if you have any of the things that you just watch, watch that, that dancing, dancing alien gif, and you yeah, yeah, yeah that, that does <laughs> cover a shocking <laughs> amount of. The I now I gotta <laughs> see this. Do you want to uh, watch a? Do you want to talk about a good Scooby Doo movie? No, no, you don't want to talk about Terry. Children's cartoon movies have been banned from the show. Um, you can talk about it alone. You do a solo cast. Talk, talk to me is brand new and relevant. I think yeah. we should. I'll make, and, but, I'll make Nick upload my solo cast. But uh, yeah, Scooby-Doo, where are you next week? Mm. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening. Jeez. And we'll see you next time. When we're going to the bunker. <laughs> Back to the bunker. You're all coming with us. <laughs> That's it. Back to the bunker. Candy sounds. Candy